We Iron rejoin Man. our party nestled away in an old collapsed bunker deep within the Thousand Fronts. In, that night, our heroes had bravely pursued Gendry into the strange scrap dunes located just south of the river Hylet. Our dwarven friend had been in pursuit of something which had been dragged away by an unknown creature that seemed to exude a blue ichor. Gendry's pursuit was frantic as he plunged into the scrap, moving ahead through the warrens. He noted small webs that seemed to cast a dull glow. Attempting to scale one of the junk piles to get a better vantage, he had set off the skittering denizens of the webs. Tiny mechanical spiders had swarmed along Gendry's arms, attacking him. Honey, Sieg, and Tristan, having followed Gendry into the warrens, had managed to catch up just in time and aided the dwarf in breaking free from the tiny little monsters. A tense conversation followed, the party pressing Gendry on his reason for his charge into the Thousand Fronts. Gendry had been reluctant to share, unsure his, of his companions, but eventually... He told them that he was in pursuit of a case of great import. Reluctantly, the party joined Gendry, who refused to back down from his prey, and they continued into the warren, quickly coming across a cave. The skittering creatures seemed to leave them alone as they stepped into the darkness, greeted by yet another maze of scrap. The ichor webs had become far more dense here, and the party had to weave their way through to avoid drawing the attention of the tiny beasts. With a little clever application of fire magic, the group stealthily crept deeper into the cave until eventually coming across a large glowing mass of webbing. Gendry quickly noted this couldn't be what he was looking for, but as the group looked around, they saw the source of the ichor. A massive mechanical creature made from a hodgepodge of ancient materials clung to the roof of the cavern. From, this from its mismatched abdomen ran thousands of tethers of the ichor, creating a network of webs. Backing into the cave, a few members of the party circled around, and using thaumaturgy, determined that the spider could be distracted by messing with the webbing. Regrouping, regrouping, they formulated a plan of attack. The group began to set up, but as they did, Tristan slipped into the webbing, and the monstrous spider machine leapt towards him. The party moved quickly, Honey drawing the ire of the tiny spiders by thrumming on their webs while the three others faced down the mechanical monster. As the dust settled, the party regrouped, the now slain construct laying motionless in the middle of the room. Without hesitation, Gendry shot towards a second large glowing mass of webbing, and without pause began to cut it down. A strange, pearlescent, scaled creature fell from the confines of the web, asleep and drained, but very much alive. The trapped creature seemed to resemble some sort of elegant dog-sized reptile. The party softened slightly, realizing that Gendry's objective had not been loot, but rather a companion. Regrouping, the party left the cave behind, noting the ichor and spiders had fallen apart once the large machine had expired. There was no way they could traverse the dangerous fronts back to the hour camp, and so after some discussion, they set to finding a place to rest for the rest of the night. Watches went off relatively quietly, and we now find Gendry seated just outside their small hideout. Beside him sits Mac, his strange reptilian companion, recently roused from her slumber. The two sit gazing out across the river Hylet, as the sun begins to crawl over the Bloom Fort Mountain. It is early morning. It is the early morning hours of Friday, the 25th of Orland, 2245 AG. Gendry, the morning is yours. Is watch over? Watch is ending. Um, the others are still uh, basically ending off their eight hours of rest, but your watch has ended. It's sufficient okay. to wake them up. The yeah, you just bounce. Gone. Fine, bye. Uh, I will relax in the morning, just sort of keep an eye out 
even though nothing's probably going to happen. Uh, and wait for the first of them to awaken. I'm not on anyone's schedule. Okay. As you kind of chill, keeping an eye out over the fronts, the sun begins to rise proper. It's a little later in the morning as folks kind of begin to wake up as you were out very late into the night last night, having traipsed across the thousand fronts, delved into this cave before finally placing, finding a place to rest. But the rest of you do begin to rouse from your slumber, all of you having achieved a long rest. And wake to find Gendry kind of sitting at the mouth next to this large reptilian companion of his. Good morning. Morning, everybody. I'm up. All right. How do we sleep? Good. Sleep fine? Uh, good. Sorry. Literally just getting up. And Justin's already standing. Went from dead, dead flat to standing. He's already getting like his stuff ready to go. Gendry, you would watch as Mac. As you turn to face the others, the head kind of turns, not the entire body, and peers into the cave and notes the three of these. And there's kind of a tension that you feel against your form, a stiffening of muscle, a tautness. And she kind of raises to her four feet warily, or four legs, and kind of coils almost around you, not necessarily protectively. There's almost a placing you between her and them. Yeah. How'd you go? Right. Uh, everyone, this is Mac. Mac, these are everyone. Um, Tristan, right? Yeah, I'm, yeah, wow. Uh, yeah, Good. that's, yeah. And then, uh, Sigil and his daughter. Nope. I did tell you yesterday that that is not my papa, but that's okay. I did also no. introduce myself, but that's okay. I was very tired. Okie dokie. Uh, names? I'm Siegfried. Siegfried. Anne. Anne. Right. Well. You watch as the eyes of this creature seem to very intelligently follow as Gendry introduces each one of you. There's a pause and a narrowing and almost scrutinizing of her eyes at each figure as she seems to weigh and surmise each one of you. Am I not supposed to move? Is this like... I think the the, the lizard dog no like us. I tap Siegfried and cast Blessing <laughs> of the Forge on him. Thank you. Just in case she wants to bite. Okay. Does she bite? Yes. But you should be fine. <laughs> okay. He sort of steps in front of Honey and Tristan, just just in case she bites, it will be me first. Oh no, it's it's fine. It's uh, it, uh, clearly is is a animal of some sort and has to learn to like people around, so well, it was just kidnapped and dragged across the continent, so... Fair enough. Yes. Yeah, I'm not too it terrified might be a of it. Well, untamed. I am, but... So... You know. So how do we want to move forward? We obviously have to get out of here. I know that there are some conversations we have to have. I imagine Gendry, as you mentioned to Honey last night, you're not really looking to drag Mac through town. 
Oh, right. Uh, and I'll go retrieve the lantern stone. Mm-hmm. Just sort of look it over and hold it out to him, say, what do you think? You see as... Oh, sorry. Who are you presenting that to? Um, Mac, sorry. Okay. Uh, yeah, she does kind of step forward cautiously, almost kind of coming around. One eye still scrutinizing your three companions wearily. Uh, very similar to kind of Gendry's almost reticence, a little nervousness there. Um, but she eventually kind of bobs her head and turns and snuffles at the lantern. And you can see that the light radiating from this thing is becoming more and more intense by the second, returning to that sort of flush glow that you've become familiar with, Gendry. Um, she kind of takes a step back a little bit. Um, and make an animal handling check. No, make an insight check for me, actually, with insight. advantage. Because this is a, a peer of yours, a companion Fuck. you've known. My companion. You may use wisdom if you'd like to. For insight, is it sorry, insight animal wisdom? handling or oh, insight is wisdom. insight is wisdom. Yeah, insight. Uh, an eight. An eight. Okay. Um, she takes a step back, and for a moment, you're worried that she's afraid of the rock. Like she, she doesn't want to engage with it. Mm -hmm. And then you see her kind of ears perk up, or ears these sort of long, elongated points along the side of her head perk, almost flick up like a dog's might. And one turns to the side and back again. And her long neck swivels again, her torso remaining stationary as she begins to kind of look around. And you start to realize that she's curious uh, and has been confined for quite a while. And you watch as she kind of paws at the ground a little bit. And there's this element of um, fidgetiness that comes over to you as she maybe doesn't want to be... The rock you know isn't something she despises or loathes or is uncomfortable to her, but she mm -hmm. wants to be out in the world right now. Cool. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> well, right then. <laughs> She's made up her mind. Uh, I'll tie the lantern onto my belt just to keep it at hand in case things uh, happen and I need it. Does she know like what that is? Because you you you've held that out a couple of times, but I we I don't I personally I don't I don't know. It's hers, so she should be fine with it. But oh gosh, I don't think she's seen the outside of a forest or a cage in two months, so Thanks. might be a little bit excited to explore. Not necessarily <laughs> sure that minefield is the best place for that. So <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, keep her contained through there, but. Okay. Her head is kind of still looking away from you all as you're speaking, one ear tilted back towards you and one forward. And you see as like one paw kind of lifts and she takes a few steps forward to get a better vistage looking <laughs> or visage looking down the hill towards the river out of curiosity. All right. Well, everything outside this cave is probably going to kill her. You can make an animal handling check if you would like her to go into it. Now we'll see what happens. Okay. Uh, so, who wants to take the lead? Am I doing it? Uh, if you'd like to, I, I can sure. as well, but I'll take the rear. Um, when we get to town, what's the plan? I just want to touch bases, make sure we're all on the same page. Hop on the train, right? And go back to 
Sir Gendry was saying he didn't want people to see Mac, though. That is the problem. Right. Maybe. We'll figure that out on the other side of this. Yeah. First problems first. Better stretch your legs out, get on the train, and head back to Chateau de Colony. That's the plan. Sounds and good. you would all know that the timeline that you overheard the conductor speaking of would be they would be leaving this evening. Okay, mm -hmm. so we have the time. Okay, well, then, um, un yeah, unless anybody has any other questions, I say let's move. All right. I, do you, uh, sorry, uh, do you, do you know what Mac is? I've just never seen anything like Mac. I, I just was wondering. Not really, no. There's a name for beautiful, but didn't know if there was a name for what they are. Not that I'm aware. Gosh. Uh, Tristan pulls out a notebook and is just kind of writing notes. He's looking at Mac. I noticed that. Oh, right. He's not hiding it. <laughs> <laughs> he's not hiding it. Uh, I I venture towards town. Okay. So, as you're kind of looking out, it's daylight now, and visibility is a little better. You are greeted by that hazy, foggy atmosphere of the Thousand Fronts. To your north, off to the right, uh, there is the winding... Residue-filled River Halle. Um, the towering fortresses that were the bastions of the north and south of Rougemont and Vergercastle still sitting up on the clifftops running along here, and warrens of, of remnant trench systems. A very densely packed crater system. Uh, directly in front of you, heading westwards, you see the telltale signs of the minefield. The one sign that you passed on the way out of the minefield last night facing you and in Castilian says minefield uh, slightly tilted to one side and worn and blasted by debris, detritus, and just general weather um, up the hill from you it seems to meander through rough rolling dunes and amalgamations of scrap back towards the cavern where you came from uh, and then of course to the east of you this trench system continues for miles and miles, though in the far distance you can see the foothills and towering mountains of the Bloom Fort, where there's this kind of bowl created. Um, so for reference, you are somewhere around here. Beeping again, I'm sorry. Ah, of course. Am I on the right? Am I on the right lane? Yeah, I see it. I see it. It's right here. Thank you. <laughs> You could try picking your way up the hill and over. It's a direction you haven't come. You came from down by the shore. Um, or you could follow back through the minefield. There's a way to go around the minefield, possibly? Possibly, yes. As you're looking here, the natural barriers are the river to the north, the rough terrain to the east, the minefield to the west, but the cavern, if you skirt past it and go up the little cliff that it was nestled in, you're not sure what is up in that direction. All right. What do we think, group? Skirting around or go through? Skirting. They have no experience. Skirting around might not be a bad idea, especially if Mag wants to stretch her legs. Okay, we go around. Okay. Um, make a survival check for me, whoever is taking the lead. And what's our marching order? 
I'll take the butt. I guess I'm in Sick. front. Gendry, I'll go behind Gendry. I'll be behind Tristan. All right, we got Gendry, Tristan, Honey, Sig. What's that survival check, my friend? 13. 13. You begin to pick your way up the hill. Uh, and as you do, Mac kind of falls in next to you in that familiar pattern that the two of you have established in your time to the east. Mm -hmm. um, padding along, her head constantly on a swivel as she moves alongside with you. And I'm actually going to have her... Would you like to roll for her um, perception check as well? Uh, sure. The fuck are her stats again? <laughs> Incredible question. Yeah. Natural 20. Hey, open the giveaway! Oh! Hey! Yeah! Up. Picking it up! Oh, That's my woo. guy! Well done. Guys, now is your chance to get in on our critical giveaway sponsored by Wooded Meadows Gaming. Hey. We're going to be drawing that at the end of the day for one of their fine, wonderful, amazing, handcrafted wooden or candle uh, products. This is the wooden dice I got from them. So get in on that. Hashtag WM is going to get you entered. We'll be drawing that at the end of the day. And thank you to our friends of Wooded Meadows. Go check out their products on their product page. We highly recommend you take a look. Oh, Very yeah. cool Heck small store. Yeah. We'd love you guys to show them some love. Yeah. Alright, oh, yeah. but a natural 20 uh, on Mac. Um, I I'm going to let you kind of describe how, how she would approach these sorts of things. And what am I character. rolling? Is this um, so she is, uh, this is a survival check uh, to okay. move upwards and find a good safe path up through the terrain to get a good vantage point and figure out where the AR camp is from where you're sitting. Uh, so that's a 22. Um, so you said we're going up on like a hill to go around? You're heading up a slope away. Kind of, this is a river valley that leads down to the river. You're mm -hmm. kind of heading up a ridgeline that you're fairly certain will give you a vista that will get you a little better vantage of what you're looking for. Uh, gotcha. Then I think probably excitement would be the thing that just jolts them out of that formation we're walking in and just sort of up the hill to get their own better view. Uh, and from there, we'd probably be able to find a better path, but mostly it's probably not survival more than excitement to see. So the two of you kind of have that contagious cyclical excitement as you. Oh, I don't. Oh, but but Mac, <laughs> they Mac, 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 got it, got it, got it. I'm chasing Mac... their excitement and stumble upon uh, probably a better path. I love that. You watch uh, Gendry as Mac sitting next to you or walking along next to you. For a little bit, they fall in next to you, and you can feel them become more and more excited. And they begin to kind of pull away and then slow their pace to match you and pull away as you pick your way up through these massive boulders that sit along this kind of, it's not quite a cliff face, but this steep hill that is strewn with craters and boulder marks. They haven't quite built the trenches into this. It was quite difficult terrain to navigate um, that kind of leads up underneath this massive ridgeline on top of which Rougemont's massive fortress sits further to the east. But Mac eventually just kind of gets ahead of you, and there's a moment of worry as she disappears around a massive boulder, and you kind of scurry to catch up behind her. And as you do, you step out from around this boulder, and before you, you are greeted with this vantage vista that sits out on the end, almost right where the ridgeline comes to a taper in height, right at the top. The boulder just off here as you come up, and you can see the Bay of Presh coated in that eerie fog. You can see all along the coast as the sun seems to sort of part the mist and haze in this region for a brief moment. Mm -hmm. And you can see out 
further down the slope, kind of cutting along at an angle, you can see where the camp was that you visited last night, the uh, demolished camp from the remittance individuals. <laughs> and you can see the AR camp, um, the wooded palisade sitting there with the rails running into it. Um, it's not too far a walk, maybe about an hour, and you are seeing some fairly um, good spots that you are pretty certain weren't fortified with any sort of defenses like minefields and the such. Um, you'd mostly be worrying about the elements, chemicals, and anything living in that space, but that would be far better than worrying about those things and minefields and trench systems and collapsed yeah. bunkers. Gotcha. Uh, I will point it out and lead from behind my dog. All right. Mac kind of guts into business mode with that 22 natural 20, Sean. Nice. Uh, and you can see the telltale signs of her stopping and you know to react to that. There is very much a learned sense with this creature, a wild animal that knows to pause. You see her tilt her head up, all three of you, and sniff at the air and the ears point and tilt and shift in different directions her head cocking to the side and then she'll begin to move forward without pause just expecting you guys to follow which Gendry clearly does she assumes you operate similarly uh, as she proceeds forward um, weaving in and out of these spaces at certain points the three of you watch as she hooks away from the path up what seems to be more difficult terrain. Gendry, you would know to trust her as she weaves around what turn out to be massive rivulets or cuts where there are actually these sheer, very well hidden small canyons 20 feet deep where water has just eroded away portions of this hillside. And she works her way around them. You never see them until you're like at the top of them and all of a sudden you realize that this is not super great terrain. But after about an hour and a half total walking, you find yourselves nearing the outskirts of the AR camp. They are yet able to see you as she kind of pauses again uh, and stops up next to you, Gendry. Hell yeah. Uh, okay. Before we actually go into town, or this camp, I would probably take a knee and just say, All right, girl, listen. We've had... Some time to walk. It's been nice. If we want that to never happen again, these people can't see you. Right? She kind of bobs her head and pushes the kind of flat of it against your hand for a moment mm -hmm. and then turns towards the stone. All right, I'll let you out as soon as we're gone. Well... Thinks of the train. A little bit after that. <laughs> uh, and then holds out the lantern for them. And what does it look like, Sean? Uh, they essentially just hold out this slowly, like, pulsating, uh, dim stone lantern. Uh, and as Mac approaches, they sort of echo the same sort of glow and pulsing. And then they just start to become that light as they fade into the small opening of that lantern uh, and disappear within. I'm kidding. <laughs> I said Master Ball. I, sp I splurged. <laughs> Her battery's low. 
<laughs> you guys watch as as you That's see that sight unfold before you. Um, Mac disappearing into this stone lantern. Tie it on my waist like a lantern. Tristan writes some notes. Fuck it, I'm gonna burn that book. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine she is okay. I. That's where I found her, so. I suppose it's kind of like home. Um, should be fine when we're walking around town. No risk of beasts popping out of my pocket. And Gendry, you would know exactly that. She isn't usually hesitant to go into it. She just wanted some out outside totally time. Totally fine. I completely understand her. Good animal. Well, maybe maybe so we crazy. see if she can get a little bit more freedom on the train, depending on what the company there sure. looks like. Oh. Maybe. Hi. Right, so anything we need done while we're here? Um, would I know... I know that I rolled a natural 20 on the insight, but would Honey know with, like, any sort of certainty that the, um, like, would they have the same certitude that the, uh, foreman there wasn't interested or looking for weaponry or anything? All the evidence shown and the natural 20 makes you quite certain that the foreman at this AR camp is not guilty. A natty 20, you are getting a definitive answer from that. Okay. I didn't want the, to assume that like that transferred, but it I never like said it. Would. I'm sorry. You know me <laughs> in my vagueness. Uh for sure. You are honey is very confident and button may be confident as well <laughs> that, that you got an accurate answer from that. Um there wasn't any fuckery seeming to go on from the DM side. <laughs> no, I, I I was more concerned about the dude being readable. Um, yeah, he he was he was a very simple individual. Uh, there wasn't a lot going on with him, and he had that sort of bash demeanor that you've come to know having met two Norkai dwarves recently. Um, of there's not a lot of faffing about. There's just they they tend to say it as it is, for okay. better or for worse. I love that. So the foreman at this AR camp was not interested or looking in that area for weaponry. I don't think he knew that it was there. And we know that there is communication open between the Aladrin and whoever is back at Chateau de Coyenet. So he clearly has not been contacted saying that something was wrong. I think we can assume he innocent. That makes but sense. That means... That... Sorry. Yeah. Not okay. That means that whoever is responsible is probably back at Chateau de Coyenne. I'm thinking maybe the foreman there, or uh, the engineer. I doubt it's the engineer. As much as, as much as they are grading, um, I doubt it's them. You build something so beautiful like this, and then you fuck it up. It makes no sense. The goal may not be to fuck up the train, though. The goal may just be to arm the Aladrin so they can attack somewhere else. It's hard to say. There's also the gun manufacturer across from Zephyrs. Could see if they maybe have some stolen wares. Because if I remember correctly, Josh, the the uh, maker's mark was etched off, correct? 
It was etched off, but you cast Mending? Yes. Or yeah, Tristan. Jean-Marc, yeah. or Tristan did. Yeah. Uh, you also have the name of the Jean-Marc foreman. Jean-Marc Munitions, and then it... This... Uh, the, you have the, yeah, but you have yeah. the name of the foreman, uh, Gilbert Griggs. Gilbert Griggs. The yeah, one here was Pouts. Yeah. Yes. Got it. You guys are killing it. Look at this. <laughs> yes. Okay, oh. so I say then we, we hop back on. I think Honey's dead on. I think that we're pretty good with Pouts. Uh, let's check out Griggs and see if we can get anything from Jean-Marc Munitions with missing armaments or anything like that. And Do we need supplies while we're here in town? I think they're bringing supplies here. That is why the train... I, I don't think we should take their supplies. How much money do I have? Just a, just a question. <laughs> Not a lot. I, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I got okay. you if you need something. Uh, he, I wouldn't say that out loud. <laughs> I'm embarrassed. I'm well, then uh, no, let's no. let's just head back to the train then. Uh, I'm. I had an idea also, uh, and I Over. assume this is like on the walk. Uh, Tristan's like, I'm gonna check the books when we get back on to see if they took anything off because as much as like Pouts may not be showing it, he might somehow have somebody who was working in this side who's also fudge of the numbers so I'll, I'll check the books and cross them against mine okay as you begin to war towards the camp um the last it's five minutes down the hill now um less worried this area has been cleared very intentionally by the engineers of the camp uh honey I need you to make a constitution saving throw for me oh is it poison again <laughs> um <laughs> is happening to me what i do 13 13 as you are walking you feel the heat of the sun on the back of your neck i get exhaustion again and as you kind of put your hand up just to rub gently you realize that it is not the heat of the sun there is an intense warmth radiating just along the back of your neck. Sunburn. And as cool. you touch <laughs> along those spots, mm -hmm. there's almost a gentle thrum. It's barely noticeable. And then after five seconds, the heat dissipates and the thrumming dissipates. Cool, 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 cool. Um, and they know from what the, it's, is it autumn, Josh? I forget what season It is, uh, like mid heading into late fall. So they have a notion that this might be a thing for months. <laughs> okay, yeah. great. Cool. Sick. Okay. <laughs> Just keep walking. <laughs> okay. Perfect. You continue on down towards the IR camp. There are, um, as you approach, a few posted scouts, individuals watching the space. As you recall, the requirements of the accord mean that they aren't mean that these figures aren't really able to keep very good defenses for themselves in this very hostile area. And so you see what appear to be essentially engineers and workmen standing at the gate, um, and they pause for a moment um, and you see before you even reach there is a conversation and exchange but there is no pausing you as you approach uh, welcome back it is good to see you that you made it uh, from the front uh, please 
and they kind of step aside and let you into the camp. You can see, as you walk into the camp, it's not a massive space, mostly low-laying tents and a small, a few small storage buildings. They are in the midst of turning the train around. You can see there is a massive crew of workmen who are laying out these platforms of metals very similar to the rails, but they're not being permanently laid. They're being placed, and the ether engine is currently being rotated as it is shifted slowly from platform to platform in a circle to turn the engine around and bring it up alongside the cars and affix it to the front. Um, it looks like a lengthy process. They're, they're about halfway through. They've kind of pivoted it on its axis and are beginning to push it back down on the left side of the cars towards the end of the engine. And you're beginning to understand the period of offloading requires also a bit of a almost turntable maneuver out here in the middle of nowhere with very little supplies uh, in order to allow the train's return. You can see that um, the conductor is standing there uh, very nervously over overseeing everything. There is a don't touch my baby-esque uh, sort of ownership of this piece of equipment as they begin to work on it. Um, but nobody seems to interrupt you or stop you from approaching. Excuse me, is there is there a way to enter the, the car? Are you moving the engine or no? Oh, you are returned. This is good. I was worried after all of that. You spent the night out there? Yeah. Hey. It mm -hmm. is quite impressive. You never cease to amaze youth war. Huh? Um, you, to answer your question, yes, you may get on the cars. We are just moving the engine itself. Um, they should not be a problem. Uh, they are not even powered right now without the engine coupled. Great. Thank you. And he will Welcome back. I will everybody. be leaving this evening. Thank you so much. Uh Sigil help everybody get on the on the car and he will hop in last. Okay. You guys make your way into the like carriage car? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which now will be essentially at the end of the train. Got um it. as you kind of scrabble in. You find that it has not really been touched. Somebody has done a little bit of cleaning. Um you know, the papers have been shuffled a little bit at the table, but nothing seems untowards or out of order. Um, quick cue for our journey. Uh, would Sig have noticed the sort of pensive grabbing of the back of the neck on the journey? Um, honey, would you have been stealthy in this action? They would try. So make a stealth check and it's against your passive perception, Sig. Okay, I'm pretty, ah. I'm pretty sure that's ass. And it's a very minor movement, so yeah. I will say that it's an advantage, honey. Oh, I rolled a disadvantage because I wear armor, so I'll just roll straight, I guess. A straight roll, please, yeah, sorry. Um, I threw that at you at the last second, that's on me. Uh, no, um, 11. My passive is 11. <gasps> okay, so that would be the passive would meets it, beats it. You would have just noticed a pause and a rubbing of the neck. Nothing necessarily yeah. particularly suspicious about that, but... No, like a sunburn. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Anybody want to play cards? We got some time to kill. Sure. I was going to write in my journal, but that sounds fun. Okay. 
Honey? I will watch you guys play cards, but as they say that, they're pulling out the Rouge or the Red. <laughs> <laughs> Be careful, this one likes to bet, I think. <laughs> Bad influence. Uh, Gendry, you in for a game? Sure. Might be fun. We'll uh, kind of almost excitedly like pull four chairs together at this circular table, take out his old deck of cards, and start dealing out hands. All right. Are we uh, betting or are we just playing straight? Oh, do we want to bet? I don't have no. much to. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. Absolutely. All right. I think Gendry gotcha. said something very wise. I don't think we're betting. <laughs> uh, no, I got gotcha. you. Just making sure I wasn't out of the loop. I, I didn't want to. No money. Okay. All right. So, uh, is there a specific game you're looking to play? What is something that he would be comfortable with? Uh, what was the name of the game he taught Honey how to play? Easily uh, Jimbles. It was poker, wasn't it? Yeah. So then, oh. just game of poker. My ass was. Can't play cards for shit. Was like I don't remember. I blocked. <laughs> yeah, I, the, reason, the reason I laughed was because I, I, I was think expecting it was poker. I I mean, sure. They play the go fish, Josh. Uh, the it way just... that the way that this works, my friends, is you can essentially tell me how you're going to handle this. Uh, you can I'm gonna make win. if you're going to be iffy and sketchy. You can make <laughs> like if you're going to hide cards, sleight of hand. Oh, uh, if you're going to try and figure out if your opponent is bluffing, insight checks, those sorts of things. And we'll just go around the table a couple times really quick okay. as you sit on this train uh, and begin to play cards. Uh, we'll start since uh, Gendry or Sig is um, shuffling and what's the thing that they call people who do that? Dealer. Dealers. Dealer. Thank you. Yeah, I don't know. I'm same brain. I'm same. That would be me and Adam have to ante. Here's the thing, though, and this Adam, is why I laugh so hard. Sean. Hey guys, go play poker. I, I, don't play poker. Don't Fire. do it. No, wait, really quick though. No, no, the reason I laugh so play. hard is because it was like, what game did we did I help teach? And I'm thinking some crazy D and D game. You went poker. It it's was, yeah, it was dragon, straight up dragon's ante or whatever. Dragon's <laughs> ante, yeah, three card ante or whatever. Three but. card, three card Stanley. Three card Stanley. So, uh, <laughs> you guys, Annie, because obviously we don't have to RP it either if people don't want yeah. to. It was just I, a, I'm, I'm down. I'm gonna. I've never played this game before, but I'm trying to pretend that that's not true. I don't want anyone to know I've never played this game. Make before. a deception check because I'm from me. a different country. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm from a different country. But I got a two. Okay. Uh, as Gendry, as you, so we're not even we're not rolling for cards here. We're rolling for your various actions. So Gendry, wait, sorry, go ahead. <sighs> Our, um, six is considered bad. <laughs> I think six is just sort of no. <laughs> That's my bluff. <laughs> <laughs> I, look, I look real shifty, but on purpose. <laughs> oh, I love this. The uh, weight I of think... Sig realizing this is a mistake is really kind of hitting hard. Yeah, I think Tristan this entire time is trying to figure out is there a mechanical way to game the system <laughs> just to know if he's being gamed. Not to use it, but to know if somebody else is using it to actively beat him. You're trying Honey, to count our cards. I'm, I'm trying I... to count your cards Make so that I don't get Check a disadvantage. Oh, awesome. what, what do you got there? Just to fuck with Tristan, I'm sorry. They're reading the rouge and the red, and they accidentally use a card as a bookmarker, so it looks like they're cheating. Okay, that's where your disadvantage comes from. <laughs> that, absolutely. It's investigation, right? Yeah. And I will say, if that's accidental, the passive perception of Gendry and Sig would pick up that uh, Tristan has somehow dropped a card, uh, and you're not sure where it went. 
Uh, even with disadvantage, it's 14. 14? Okay. Um, you have an idea of what should probably be in their hands based on things, but as you look down at your own hand, you're missing a card. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> I think it's, I think Tristan the entire time, it's just like, he's like looking around and does all the math and goes, okay. Looks down and is just like. And just keeps on like looking at the ground. <laughs> Sorry, I think I got something in my shoe. I'm sorry, guys. It's it's uh, nope, nothing in my shoe. Sorry, I must. I've I've yeah. the spiders on my brain. You know, there's spiders in your brain. There's this ace that they're using as a book. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, that's your card. <laughs> and guys, it's facing outwards. <laughs> and Gendry can both see the ace of spades. I think it's a bookmark. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, honey, can I borrow that again, real quick? Just yeah. My... Can you just give me another one? Uh huh. In a minute. Thank you. Okay. Just give me like one minute. Okay. So we playing or? I've just been waiting here. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> slam my hand down on the table. It's a two, a seven, and a king. And Guys, say, that was really fun. Thank you so much. <laughs> he hands, honey, his whole hand. You have five bookmarks. I feel there. like I won. You I won. definitely feel like you I won. won. <laughs> I got the ace and a king. Gendry, but I have more cards. No, you don't have know how the fucking game works. I... Holy shit! <laughs> what happened? Right. I... I thought we were playing something else. Tristan won. Genuinely, I thought. Cub. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely, I thought. I, did, I was trying to make sure people weren't cheating, but in doing so, I did lose a card at a certain point, mm. and it seems as if Honey here did find that. So. Oh. Why was it on the ground? Oh, I see. Because it fell out of my hand. I was paying attention yeah. to everybody else's hands. You know much. what? All of you, keep those cards. They're yours. Maybe you can no. practice in your private moments. Don't you need? Don't you need these? I have the five cards, cards and I put them in my pocket. <laughs> I fully have Each played of you this. You can before. add five playing cards to your inventory. <laughs> you split up a deck. Right. Yeah, Sig, you have the remainder. <laughs> I feel I'm calling it now. This is the way we figure out if somebody's tried to like be like poses one of us <laughs> a doppelganger <doesn't laughs> do you have five playing cards on you <laughs> i'm calling it now show me your pockets right now Immaculate. i mean oh, i i, I need the I do, that deck of cards is super old i need a new one anyway i'll pick you up one i can buy my own deck of cards thank you though okay well it was just gonna be like a nice gift because i Fucked up the game, but all right. Everybody fucked up the game. It wasn't a solo effort. Hey. Gentry, what? I was playing. Yeah, you were you <laughs> were attempting to play. Yeah, it was very good. I'm proud. Great job. Right, changing the conversation yeah. for no reason. <laughs> what happens after we get back to town? You all seem quite interested in this little mystery you found, but. What do you intend to do with it? Well... It's hard to say. Yeah. My suggestion is say that the right people have it handled and move on with your business. But who are the right people? Do we contact the Chermondelay? Sure. Josh, do no. we know how a person would go about doing that? Uh, so each town has a constabulary, and there is obviously the mayor themselves as well. 
Uh, you would also know that the second artillery division is based out of Shermondale, and there is a military presence there as well as the town guard itself. So I know that I thought the Shermondale and the Shermondet were two separate things. I thought the Shermondale Accord came out of like. Ah, so you're asking. So when you say so, there is the citadel. Shermondale Citadel is the yeah. capital of Rougemont. Um, so gotcha. The basically the way that the nation of Rougemont is governed is that there is a council that comprises of the Grand Bishop of Shermont of uh, of the Church of Saint Collier, the uh, Grand Abbot of the Temple Host, and then a few other political figures that are based out of Shermondale Citadel or uh, Shermondale Citadel, um, which is the acting capital. Um, there are a lot of direct ties to the churches and temples of the world uh, in Rougemont and how the nation is run is tied to that. Um, it's been that way since before Rougemont existed. And you know what? You've been reading. So we're going to touch upon that really quick and then hop back to this conversation. Uh, the book you've been reading is not a particularly dense or lengthy one. Uh, you have been reading the rogue or the red. Uh, the author of this is Professor Anson Harvey, who's a visiting scholar at the Dravenian Institute for Higher Learning. Um, it does annotate that the text was originally written in Castellian, uh, but this is clearly translated to the common tongue. Uh, and it actually has a translation date, uh, the original text being written on the 13th of Dyerth, 2201 AG, and translated to the common tongue on the 27th of Mirth, 2215 AG, which was during the war. Um, okay. The text itself reads, and I will send you this afterwards, but Yay. the establishment of the common, common tongue across northern Itdar is a fascinating story that is the source of thousands of anecdotes, but none quite so amusing as the confusion around the name of Rougemont. The history of Rougemont is fabled and long, but the nation itself is relatively new. Established out of a series of city-states centered on Chermondelet Citadel, one might expect the nation to have been named Chermondelet. After all, Shermondale Citadel is the capital of the nation and, the, and its people speak Shermondet. But the leaders of Shermondale Citadel have always been humble and insisted their national identity be based on, upon something distinct to all of its nation's people. To the south of Rougemont sits the towering peak of the Needle Spire. This immense mountain is formed from a distinctly red rock that gives the mountain a reddish hue. Rougemont, of course, directly translate from Shermondet to the common tongue to Red Mountain. While said mountain isn't within Rougemont's borders, instead located on land held by one of the Karlozovsk baronies, it has been a part of the region's history since long before the Crusades of St. Collier. Indeed, denizens of the region often referred to the general area as Rougemont long before the nation was established. The story, however, does not end there. As Thaltian trade moved east, so too did the common tongue. It became the norm for individuals speaking Thaltian to pronounce the nation's name Rogmont rather than Rougemont, and without locals to correct them, the mistake spread. Indeed, surveyors from the Tarsington Royal Academy of Wizardry went as far as to pen Rogmont on several widely distributed maps, and the name is still often mispronounced across large swaths of the world. 
It well, goes on funny. to basically talk about this anecdote in great detail and make historical reference to the penning of the name of the nation, the establishment of the nation, and a number of texts and reference materials in Thalatol and distributed across the world that misname this entire country. I love that. I imagine they're also catching weird, like, translation errors as they go. They're like, I wonder what they meant by that. Did they mean when they, like, in the um, margins, marginalia, they pull out a card and they write, like, X or Y page uh, 278. Just stick it in there. Um, okay. So, so you would have this context as you go into Gendry's conversation. I apologize. I just thought Perfect. it might help. No, I appreciate it. It's very cool and interesting. So I think that given that weaponry was being distributed among the thousand fronts the right people to contact are the Tremondale Citadel, right? This is their purview You know, if we just tell a local constabulary of a small town that does not really begin to be able to deal with potential global war Now, you would know that the representatives that run the town would report, theoretically, obviously, to the Citadel. And right. The problem is the theoretically. Sure. Yeah. If they're involved. Yeah. So, we risk telling these people in town, not knowing where their allegiances lie, or we go there ourselves. I don't see how this is our responsibility. We know about it and it could result in global war if we do nothing. That Tried is to why stop it is war before, it didn't go so well. They want it, have it. I fundamentally disagree with that. That's fine. You're allowed to do so. You don't have to do anything you don't want to do, but I am going to try and stop global war from happening. This is mine. We saw something terrible. People acting in their most selfish interest. Not even realizing that they could start the war. So... I empathize with you. But when we do nothing, we might as well have started it ourselves. That's not true. It is true. There's only one reason a conflict like that goes on for a hundred years. It's because people want it to continue. Oh. I would at least like to think that I did my best to try and stop it, if it comes to that. That's honorable. No, it's not. Then why do it? Who else will? Literally anyone you tell. You won't. Well, exception what proves the rule. No. Together we followed you into a minefield. You didn't ask. You begrudged us for it. Without us, you wouldn't have gotten Mac back. 
No. You were stumbling in there like a drunken fool. Right. All I'm trying to say is, we worked well together. I don't want to see a war, and I don't think you do either, Gin. But I don't know what you think. I don't know you. I would like to. Just like I would like to know Tristan and Honey. I've got to. I got to be honest here. What What can the four of us do? Thank like you. Gen genuinely, like I, I don't. What I suggested was informing the Germondale Citadel. They are the ones with the power here. That is what we can do. I mean, I'm fine with like telling them, but I. I don't know where we go after that because that's not going to be hard to tell them. I mean, right? How far away is the Citadel? Like uh, two nearly two months. Travel. Mm -hmm. It's basically on the far side of Rougemont from y'all. Yeah. That is two months away. Well, couldn't we just tell the military forces that are already there? We don't know. If you know what I mean? We don't know if they're connected, Tristan. We are the only four people that we know of who don't have our hands in this. That's a responsibility. Whether we you like it... Go ahead. We can do it just fine. They don't have to do it if they don't want to, Siegfried. It's, I, I don't want to get my words... I don't. It's not that I don't want to. It's I just don't... Hell, I left home to go to school... And I ended up out here trying to be an engineer. I, 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 listen, this is a lot, if I'm being honest, and that's putting it pretty simply. I just, I'm worried if that we're jumping in or that we want to jump into something that we're not ready to handle. We met, what? three days ago now I... I'm not asking you to do this I'm just saying like do we really think that we can stop a second war by just telling them people are putting guns on trains if a second war is coming then they're gonna do more than put guns on trains you know what I mean that's why you inform the people with power and you have none fair I don't fucking want to do it doesn't sound fun doesn't sound like what I want to do with my life but it's the right thing to do I don't know but how are we gonna get there I I don't know if you have friends with uh, transportation, but I currently don't. We'll figure it out. But you guys, right. we all have a train ride to think about how we want to move forward. Honey's right, we don't make decisions for one another. It's just... Like they said, it's the right thing to do. And I plan to help them do it.
Okay. Everyone falls into their silent perspective. Anything else, we're going to do a little time hopping here. Uh, you guys have an hour or two before the train. The sun is kind of beginning to slowly settle downwards now, having played cards, eaten some food, had this conversation, done some reading. Uh, anything else folks want to do, or is it just kind of quiet contemplation? Um, go for it, Sean. I'm good. Oh, I, I thought you I'm good. Got it. Um, I think Sig will just find a spot and uh, take his notebook out and begin to, to write. Okay. I think Tristan, uh, before going in like the back rooms where the beds are, would take out the second journal that he carries on him and put it in wherever Honey is like at. Just put it next to them, and walk into the back rooms and just very much just lay in a bed just to think and be away from people. Okay. I think Honey seeing the book there or seeing him put it there either way it up and read okay you guys kind of progress the afternoon and eventually those of you who are not asleep or kind of watching the around the world around you begin to see the hustle and bustle as the train engine is connected to the cars uh, eventually the conductor comes down and checks on you all letting you know that you'll be heading out shortly into finalize any business you might have. And if there is no objection, about 30 minutes later, you feel the pressure change, the thrum within your chest as this machine lifts and begins to move once again, gliding out down the rails to the southwest. The sun is still lowering, casting a weird almost silver gleam off of the chemicals mixed across the Bay of Presh to the north of you as you look out of the train car windows as you proceed on along the train. Eventually setting. You guys, we're going to do another time hop here with a little bit of travel, but how do you want to handle watches and the such? Um, uh, uh, Tiggle, take first. Yeah, same as the last trip. Yeah. Okay. So, sick. You kick off your watch. Um, what I'm going to have is I'm going to have everybody make some rolls here, just in general, um, for their watches. Everyone make a perception roll. We're going to do every single watch independently, necessarily. Uh, 11. 15. 17. 17. 10. 10. Who's going after me? I believe it's Tristan after you, and then Honey. No, I wake Tristan up. It was, oh, okay. I think it was Sig, Gendry, Tristan, Honey. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Got it. Thank you. So, as your watches continue, there isn't any major interruptions. There are a few instances where you pass through some very thick fog banks um, and the conductor comes down uh, this would be during your watch honey to check on you um, to make see if you have put up any bandanas and warn that this is a chemical cloud you may need to be a little cautious you should be fine inside but if you go out the exit you could consume some fumes that could be damaging to you but other mm -hmm. than that oh sorry 
Oh, I'm sorry. They would just thank the engineer. And they I know they already gave Siegfried and Tristan bandanas, but I think that they would set one down near wherever Gendry is. Okay. Absolutely. Thank you. Gendry, you have a bandana. Oh. Um, other than that, the watches seem to go off without a hitch. Um, are you all resting when not completing watches or are folks staying up? No. Okay. Sleep. Sleep. Siegfried. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Siegfried, as you begin to fall into a slumber, that darkness takes you. Your eyes close and you drift into a deep sleep. And you find yourself, you're quite certain you are dreaming. But it is a very, very vivid dream. You're not sure when it starts. It's not entirely clear. But cognition hits you. And you can smell leather. You can hear the creak of leather. The clang of armor shifting. You can feel the press of bodies around you, a formation, your peers, shoulder to shoulder. You glance around. They wear this shining golden armor, unlike any you've seen on the battlefield before. And as you glance down, you wear that same armor. Emblazoned on the shoulder, the left shoulder of the figure to your right, you see the gleaming sun that is part of the sigil of the nation of Rujman. There is something old about the armaments you see on the figures standing all around you, and you find yourself in military formation. The sun above you is high and hot. All of you are baking in this armor you can feel sweat running down your back and there is that silence that you are familiar with the quiet before the storm storm the surge of conflict is yet to hit but it is just on the precipice before you and as you stand there waiting anxiety your heart beating you can feel the shift of your peers around you and you hear it before you see it a screeching, growing louder, a high-pitched scream, tearing through the air. Yourself and your peers look upwards. You hear shouts from commanders off beyond your line of sight, beyond the press of the men around you. Hold your ground. Stand fast! And then there is a shudder, a jet black streak of cloud rips through the air above you arcing like some sort of tossed projectile and it lands just off to your right you hear the sound of bodies shattering thrown into the air and that screaming almost shuddering outwards you can feel a ripple all of this happening in a matter of seconds tear through your body you hear the din of men beginning to scream around you, and another call from commanders still not seen. And then another sound of that incoming screaming as another jet black cloud rips upward, arcing, and comes crashing down into the lines off to your left this time. 
you feel the press begin to push back, men pushing away from you, and the yells of commanders before you as men begin to push forward. Some forced back, some forced forward. And then yet another screaming, arcing projectile rips through the air. And as you glance upwards, fear grips your chest. You are trapped, locked in this mass of bodies as one of these projectiles arcs down towards you. And at the center of that jet black smoking cloud, there is a deep thrumming purple. And it is all you see as it impacts and you wake bolt upright where you are sleeping, sweat drenching your body on the train, moving through the thousand fronts southwards. He gets up and checks on everybody. This is not a dream of your past. This is not something familiar. But it is vivid and raw. This would have been during Gendry's watch, actually. As you get up, you make the rounds. Honey and Tristan sleep. Gendry is seated with drink in hand. <laughs> Go out to Tristan or to Gendry. You alright? Doing better than you from the looks of it. I'm fine. Sorry. <laughs> I know that look. you do <laughs> right and I just sort of like bring this sort of half keg on like a string that he wears over his shoulder and just put it on this thing next to me it's like this is how I get to sleep most nights I'm sorry for that You're welcome to use it if you'd like. I like to drink when I'm having fun. I'm not having any particular amounts of fun right now. Hmm. I, I just, um... I just wanted to check on you. On you guys. Make sure everything was okay. I haven't heard anything in the night. Good. I'll, uh, I'll let you get back to it. All right. Turn thing on the keg and pour myself another drink. Okay. Do you want to make a, a constitution check for me there, Gendry, to see how slots you get on your watch? Uh, constitution save. 21. 21. You, you're a dwarf. You're Kinda. a drinker. You're doing all right. Nice. Little buzz. Nice little buzz. Numbs the pain. Just a little buzz for watch. Perfect. Sig, eventually you get back to sleep, though it is long in coming. Gendry, you watch as Siegfried turns from you. His hair slicked to his forehead. That sweat. But yep. eventually the sun begins to rise. And again, we're going to continue travel onwards. 
southwards towards Rougemont. Please let me know if you need to stop at any time, but we'll fast track this a little bit. I have two people looking at me with things to do, and I'm excited for it. Adam first. Oh, oh no, I wasn't prepared. Um, at some point during this trip, um, since we all kind of, after having a talk, went into separate areas, and, and I, I kind of assume that we've not necessarily kept that, but have been kind of very in our own brains. Um, I think, if possible, can I can I try to roll to see if I hear that constant ticking that he keeps hearing at night? So you're listening for the ticking? He's finally actually listening for it. Okay. Um, make a perception check for me. Okay. Yeah. That's a 17. A 17. Mm-hmm. You find a quiet spot. You settle in. You focus. Are you focusing in any particular way or just sitting there quietly? I think... I think Tristan is kind of like thinking through his past and thinking through the moments where he learned and explored and, and kind of has felt most comfortable with like what he's able to do. And I think he's focusing on those feelings and those moments of like quiet and peace and seeing if it, if it's somewhere in that, in that ticking is that peace, if that makes sense. You intentionally make things as peaceful as you possibly can for yourself. And in that, you find silence. The ticking is not there in the peace and the quiet. Tristan would pull out his notebook and immediately flip to the back where he hasn't written anything, where it's like most of the front, there's chaotic notes. And I think this is the first like order he has done where he just goes like, ticking is not in silence. And then that's the only line that he writes, closes the notebook and is starting to, I think he's, he's kind of getting to the point where he's trying to do the scientific theory of like, Testing something, seeing if it works, but he's actually trying to be as organized as possible. But it's metaphysical, yeah. But it's metaphysically, <laughs> so it's like this weird, not scientific theory, but it is. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So I think that's his first like foray into doing that. Um, Perfect. But yeah, I think he would just kind of spend the rest of the time being like, "Do I hear it?" Like even if like <laughs> reaffirming the like, like, the, like the quiet theory, yeah. Like hear something in the distance, like click off the track, and he's like. Was it? Oh, no. Make an investigation check for me. Okay. Um, that's an 11. Okay. You spend a couple hours re-facilitating and forcing that quiet upon yourself. Mm -hmm. And the ticking never comes. kind of shores up your perspective around what you've written yeah i think 
pulls out the notebook again and like underlines the knot in silence. Uh, and yeah, that's I think that's what he would do with his time and, and try to get his thoughts together with everything going on. That was my thing. All right. Thank you, Ed. Hmm? And what do you got? So, Honey is um, drawing out plans for a shield. Um, as they they'll spread it out on that table in the um, in the that city that table where we were all playing cards, um, just making notations, and um, they'll pull out pieces of the metal that they got from the scrapyard, kind of like testing it and seeing what is strong enough, what will work and what will function. Um, and I think as they do this, they unconsciously are drumming on the table, this um, rhythmic thump. Um, and working as they plan this piece, there is this kind of piece that takes over them. And they go still at the table before their eyes close, there's this stillness except for the thumping, and then their eyes open, and it is this molten yellow as the rhythm picks up again, and they are moving the pieces, and as they do, their core heats to this molten yellow. There is this heat radiating through the space as if from a kiln. Um, and this glow from the center of their chest as they pick up each of the pieces. And though there are no tools in their hands, it starts to form beneath their fingers. And this continual rhythm keeps on going for an hour until by the end, they finish their artisan's blessing and look down at a completed shield. Okay. What does the shield look like? It is this almost matte black. And there are these... They've taken one throughout the course of it, unwittingly. They pulled out a Baltian mark and then put it back in their pocket. Pulled out a Castellian gold piece. And it melted into the veins of this shield, this symbolic tower of Vergercastle, almost like a rook on a chessboard. It's just the thin golden outline of a castle, and beneath it, it says um, Becus et Tutamen in ancient Ryle, which means an ornament and a safeguard. And okay. they stare down at it <laughs> in shock for like ten minutes. <laughs> The Make grade. a perception check for me. Oh, really never mind. Honey, as well. Okay. Uh, and you, you absolutely can. I just want to see. Yeah. Something. Natural twenty. If hey, you want to open the goddamn giveaway. Five minutes. <laughs> open Five. that giveaway. Wooded Meadows, my friends, get entered right now with hashtag WM to get entered for one of Widow <laughs> Wooded Meadows' fine products. We're going to be drawing that at the end of today's session. Now, with that perception check, as and it is brief. 
But as you begin to cool, as the air around you begins to cool, as your artisan's blessing begins to cool, you feel it again, the buzz and the heat at the back of your neck for a moment. It lingers just seconds longer, but with a natural 20, you catch it before dissipating. Can they try? To talk to it? <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. Can they? I mean, you can do whatever you want. Are you? Did you do this? Make an insight check for me. Um, insight. 18. I'm going to have you burn your feet for today. Okay, that makes sense. That's fair enough. And as you do... A feeling washes over you. There is no words. There are no responses. But somebody else's feeling enters your body. And you feel a mingling of panic, excitement, curiosity wash over you. Abruptly out of nowhere, another person's feelings, and it is the feeling of anticipation, excitement at witnessing something new, a reaction to seeing something else created by someone else, a curiosity. And that surge of emotions washes over you as the source of it seems to have been excited by what it was witnessing, not the source of it. And they recede. What? I think they just sit. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean that. This no, is... it's okay. <laughs> what? What? Okay. No, it's fine. They, like, take the shield and, like, a turtle shell, they just, like, swivel it onto their back and, like, okay. 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 And they flop forward. <laughs> There's just a shield covering them. <laughs> Siegfried? Oh, you didn't I'm under the shield. We can't, can't hear you. you. Ah, what's up? <laughs> Is that what he says? What happened? What happened? I made something for you. It's not even my birthday. What's going on? 
When's your birthday? <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a day like everyone else's. What is... Okay. I imagine he can see the shield. He can only see the shield right now. <laughs> There's a honey voice coming from under the shield, yeah. Yeah. Hey, you, want to stay there? you want to stay right there? Don't pop your head out. Yeah. He winds Why up. <laughs> I'm going to punch it, I think. Okay. I think. I'm not. What did, did you? How did you this make this? Effort. We don't have a forge here. Yeah, that's true. What? <laughs> uh, yeah, which is why I said it. How did you? How did you make this? Well, I was planning it, and um, I was designing it. And I was picking out the metal that I wanted to use to make it. And then it, it was made. Mm. So what you're telling me is your magic. I think there is magic. And it is here. Do you know what the crucible is? Yeah. Guardian. Fuck you, Josh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. The crucible doesn't make anything, it just holds something. You know, it, it holds the molten metal, and even though it is made of clay, it can do it. But it does not make things, it is a tool. You think you're a tool? And I felt... Or, uh... I felt... I feel like I'm... I don't know, maybe. Is it something you want to explore? I think that it would be really uh, crazy of me to not explore it. Um, because it is here. And it is... You'll see weird. them kind of make that notion, connecting it to the what he noticed on the, the walk back. Well, I'm behind you. Look into it. It's a little big for you, don't you think, this shield? I did not make it for me, I, I made it for you. <laughs> they, they unturtle it and hand it to him. I think, given the nightmare, or at least that's how he's conceptualizing it, the other night, this sense of not being able to defend people. Uh, I think it is quickly washed over with emotion. Um, he just sort of... This is very kind. What does this say? I don't... I can't read that. It say, one moment, because I am bad at Latin. It's a, uh, decus et totanen. This means an ornament and a safeguard. I don't know if Virgil's Aeneid exist in this world, but it's from that. <laughs> um, Virgil the Royal Elf. Yeah! <laughs> uh, thank you. Yeah. 
I told you how to make your shield. I just thought it would take longer. It's gorgeous. <laughs> the um the castle on it is the symbol of Virgo Castle. castle. Yes. Can I give you a hug, please? Yeah, of course. Like he I just him. drops, and he, he he is hard for him to to hold back tears. I think that there is a, a, a symbology here, and and this feeling of hopelessness that is sort of been filled by this this seemingly simple item. Hey, it is. It's okay. Yeah. Is it okay? Are yes. you okay? Yes. Yes. When we when we get back to I had I had a dream, it was strange, and I'd like to talk to you about it when we're not on the train. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Thank you. He slides it onto his back. Feels good. Feels complete. Thank you. Of course. They look, like, deeply confused, but, like, pleased to see- I think as they see it on him, they're like, I do need to figure this out. Because <laughs> you're, like, super perfect. <laughs> um, but yeah. Anything else anyone would like to try and accomplish in this train ride? The hours whittle away uh, as it gets again close to night. Um... This being essentially a two-day journey as the train moves towards. You begin to see the telltale slight patches of shrublands and green. You cross the region where you fought off the highwayman. You continue southwest. And eventually, you can see the lit walls. Massive floodlights that shine out across the thousand fronts from Chateau de Coyenne. And as the train approaches... That, my friends, is where we are going to take a break for today. Break time.
When we left off, our fearless party had been sitting on a train! Being cool. They <laughs> Great word usage, Josh. They had made their ways back across the Thousand Fronts after retrieving Gendry's new, or longtime friend, Mac. Um, seal or concealing Mac away inside their strange lantern-like home. They joined back with the AR camp and hopped on the railway, headed back towards Chamon, or excuse me, Chateau de Coyonet, uh, part of Rougemont. During that time, the conversation, the party had some intense conversations about what to do next, um, with some still outstanding leads to consider. They took stock, they played a little bit of cards, Loosely, it lasted not let's, very long. Let's let's no, we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you pretended no to play cards, uh, all of you no, different no. games. You handed out five cards to each of us. That's what happened. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Honey made a shield. Some folks had some scary dreams, and one of them got drunk. And now we rejoin our party. <laughs> late, late into the evening. In fact, beyond the evening, night truly has fallen. It is probably about 11 p.m. The town of Chateau de Coyonet has headed to bed. There's still the sound of a few folks out at the taverns, a little jaunty music here and there echoing over the walls as you find yourselves exiting the main carriage of the train and stepping down onto the wooden platform of the train. Uh, just a second, Alec. As you guys are getting off, um, you do see the conductor approach. Um, but Alec, what do you got for me? Um, we I can do it uh, at a later time. Go for it. Are you sure? Yeah. Is it on the train stuff? Do we need to? Do we need to rewind? No, no. Okay. I'll find a time. We're good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, as you kind of begin to hop off the train, um, you see the conductor approaching. Thank you very much. Um, if you would like, you can come with me down to the uh, workyard and we can make sure that you get paid for your work. Um, there is also the conversation of how you want to proceed. I would like to talk to my supervisor, but I understand that there may be reticence there from you. Your supervisor is the chief engineer. Do... This is information I am obligated to pass on to them. That makes sense. I, I... Would you all like to go with, or...? I would very much like to. I'd, I'd like the money that we were... That we were offered. I think the plan honest. is getting paid first and then going there, correct, Conductor? It is in the same place. Okay. The yeah. engineer will have your pay. Can I ask one one extra thing, if you don't mind? Of course. Uh, you mind giving me a good, good word? Just read your stuff. Of course. If this is what you want to do, do you want to stay with the train here? No work I, with us. I don't. I don't know uh, what the future has to hold. I. I kind of believe in fate, kind of pulling different strings, and I, at least having a string here would be nice in case you know. Well, you certainly. I have all four of you to thank, greatly for protecting Brunhilda, and for. 
doing the right thing. But this is... There are so many questions to ask. Yeah. Yeah. Can you tell us what the foreman look like? Uh, the one here, Gilbert? Grix, yeah. Yeah. Yes, of course. As I pull my notes up. <laughs> <laughs> um, Gilbert is um, a half-elven individual, mask, um, kind of long, dirty brown hair, towering individual, quite bulky. He's a bit uncouth, but he's always been good at the joysticks. He has a tent among the other men at the camp. It might be worth trying to speak to him. Maybe I we... Don't... Go for it, honey, please. Sorry, I interrupted you. No, you first. It just... Would it make sense for us to go talk to Griggs after we know that the conductor is safe? Yes, I am worried that we may run into this individual there out of office hours if, you know, this is the person responsible for loading the armaments onto the train. I imagine he would know that something is up if they are communicating with the elaborate. That is certainly true. I could use for protection, of course. She kind of touches the wrench at the side of her. Th There's there is a stoicism and a strength to this woman, um, but nonetheless, she doesn't look forward to that sort of threat or danger. Hmm. Happy to offer that if you feel it necessary. Definitely don't want to throw you into a position where you're in more danger. Shall we go to the engineer? And she is aware of the issue, then I will also feel safer. That makes sense. And you? She kind of looks to Tristan and Gendry. Sure. Lead the way. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go. Again, if you don't mind putting in a good word. Of course, yes. We will get you all paid. <laughs> and you can begin to kind of follow her. Um, and we will switch maps really quick. How about that? Now, can I, can I interject and do my thing now as we're walking? Of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think as the crew is sort of moving forward, um, Sig will just kind of fall back to wherever Gendry is. Um, I said something the other night. I wanted to apologize. I, um, I don't know what you've been through. I made an assumption and that was stupid of me. I don't know if I invalidated your experience about anything, but I, if I did, I apologize. We spoke. Good talk, Gendry. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, we did. <laughs> it was on your watch. Last night. Right. Yep. Yeah. No you... hard feelings. You're fine. Honestly, I probably would have done the same in your position. 
The point is, I'm trying to garner your trust and respect. That was not the way to do it, so I apologize. Right. Well, I'm not entirely, uh, let's say, contracted by the people we're going to meet with. So if you can convince them to pay me, that'll be a better way to prove it. They'll sort of lean down. How about you take the rest of my payment, then? That's not exactly who I'm trying to fleece. Who are you trying to fleece? Whoever runs this town. The mayor's a nice enough man. I Here, don't know. I'll give you 50% of what I'm paid. Fair? I don't want your money. I want I don't want my money, money either. <laughs> <laughs> right, fine. Okay. I'll hold on to yours until I get mine. That, you know what? That's a that's a fair. Let's no, go. wait. That's not. I didn't agree to that. <laughs> Walks up to Honey. I think I've been bamboozled, and I was offering money. <laughs> what? He'll relay the entirety of the weird fucking conversation that just happened. No, I think you offered it to him. But then he said something at the end. That... <laughs> he'll he'll just. Am I? Honey, you've, met, you've known me for a, li a couple weeks at this point. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Yeah. Like, can you look me here? I'm so afraid of this. Yeah? Do you think I'm stupid? You're not stupid. You don't like holding on to your money, though. That is true. I fucking despise it. Okay. Link's arms with them and sort of just keeps walking. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I missed something. No, I'm not stupid, Tristan. We're fine. No, I know you're not stupid. All right, thanks, buddy. Did you get fleeced by Gendry? <laughs> Did I? This <laughs> moves forward. All right, you guys follow. It's not a long walk as you are led down towards a large construction site. You can see along the side of the tracks here, there are these raised platforms and a hemmed-in, walled-in yard that surrounds these platforms. Jutting from these platforms are these large cranes. This is where equipment is loaded on and off. Much larger uh, and more established structures here. Uh, on the western side of the track, the side you're coming down, you can see a number of tents that have been erected into a sort of hodgepodge camp that you're fairly certain is where the individuals who work on the rail from this end, loading supplies, make their stay. The individuals who can't afford to stay or live in the town proper. Sort of ramshackled, long-lived camping spot. But the conductor leads you across the rails where there is this sort of dirt track that goes up over the mound that forms the rails and across the rails and then down um, towards a large compound um, every Friday. I'm such a dick. Uh, I'm so fucking sorry. I was doing it too. Did it do... Uh, you see this series of like low outbuildings that have been constructed clearly as offices and barracks for some of the more senior engineers. Um, and as you kind of approach, you actually see the chief engineer standing waiting, having registered the train coming in and knowing that that means that the conductor will be headed this way. Um, there I... is a nod towards you all. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I know this will be a disadvantage and it probably... So it probably won't, but they would be looking around for a figure matching the description of Griggs as they walk. Yeah, make a perception check. Where are you getting disadvantage from for that? Uh, from using my feet. Uh... Got it. That was before your rest. Oh, that's true. Oh, long rest, then never you mind. Back. 
Okay, I got back. Then it's then it's not. That. I, I don't know how it, it works. I'm just saying that was yesterday. Technically, <laughs> so that makes sense. On the rest, you are right. Yay! So that is good. That is a twenty-three. A twenty-three. Um, distinctly, you are quite certain. A, there's not a lot of folks out and about around the yard now. You see a few folks like standing guard. None of them match the description of a large, hulking, kind of draggly-haired, brown-haired man um, that has been described to you. Um, okay. As you approach, you are certain of that with that role. Thank you. Yes. Um, as you approach the chief engineer, there is a connecting of eyes between the conductor and the engineer and a smile and a nod. Uh, and, and then it turns to you all. Uh, it is good to see you all. Um, I assume it went well. Uh, and the conductor kind of steps forward immediately uh, and begins filling them in on the success of your specific objective which was to defend the train. Not going into other matters immediately um, and handling this outside, assuming that you are to be paid and then close things out. You all knowing a little better that perhaps there is more conversation involved. Um, but as that kind of explanation of your exploits uh, and rave review of your capacity, all of you, especially a little extra of Tristan, um, a satchel of 120 gold coins handed over to you. 45 for Gendry, 45 for Tristan, and 45 for Honey. Uh, <laughs> can I just Bert, say, look at and go, I think there's a bit missing. Make a deception check for me. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Oh, bad. Uh, deception? 12. Yeah. 12. I'll have her insight. Yeah. 12 missing gold pieces. <laughs> there is there was a 16 on the dice for her she goes Minus. no it is all quite accounted for uh, I'm afraid I double checked um that may be the case but um I know that Mr. Gendry was not there when we made our deal which is why there may be some sort of misunderstanding but he is the reason <laughs> that um that... <laughs> what <are you> please <laughs> okay. he is the reason that things went so well he jumped no. right into the fray Make a persuasion check for me. <laughs> it's uh, it's oh, I'm okay. Uh, 15. A 15. I will just give it to you on a 15. Where you watch her eyes narrow a little bit, but this isn't like gross behavior bartering. And she goes, as I recall, the lump sum agreed upon for your entire contingent was 120, but I can understand you wanting to be paid for each individual. And you did that the fourth. We'll add 45 gold more. Does that seem equitable? Given your success here, I would not want to lose you as a possible resource in the future. Yeah, Gendry that deserves this payment. Smart. Okie dokie, here you go. And she turns and opens her own coin purse, which you're pretty sure oh. is funds for the rail, and hands over yeah. another 45. That's so a total of 45 gold pieces each you will retrieve. And this oh, is this is Rouge Marks? This would be uh, Rouge, Rouge Marks. Rouge marks. I have so many different types to keep track of. Help I'm sorry. No, it's cool. It's cool. You I'm just lump like... sum the gold and then say like this much rouge, this much Thaltian, this much Castilian. Okay. Ah. Okay. As you guys kind of spend a little, or I, I, sorry, she hands over the gold and kind of looks you all over. 
and kind of looks at the conductor and says, well, are this business concluded? Uh, and the conductor kind of goes, my dear, we should probably step inside and have a conversation. Uh, and you see her pause at that and look at her partner and nod and go, very well, we can go into my office. And she turns and leads you into this structure. Oh, really? If you'd like to. Sure. Um, I don't know if they don't... just the two of them or not. Oh, sorry. She was referring to the group. Uh, if if you would like to. However, you can say, fuck you, I'm out of here, and you can cheese it away. No, I wouldn't do that. You could set Please. fire to the whole town. I'm so cordial. Dragons. <laughs> so, so cordial. Ooh, is... I got to light fire to the whole town. Can I, um... can I put it on the table now? <laughs> just keep an eye out as we're heading in for anybody like inside the building, anybody on the outskirts that may pique interest. I just want to make sure we're pretty safe. Yeah. Make a perception check. Okay. What's the mayor look like? The mayor is not here. Is there, any, is there anybody at the service desk? Uh, <laughs> so as you enter, you are not going into the town hall. You are going got into it, the got compound it, got it, got it, got it. for the... Sorry. Right? Sorry. Um, the folks here, Gendry, for your first time, you haven't met one of them, which is the chief engineer. It is this kind of fairly tall Norkai dwarf with this long braid a very intense jawline to her very stern and stoic um wearing accoutrements that you've seen on norkai engineers in the past <laughs> she kind of leads you into this structure and what you are greeted with is a front work room um that is mostly drafting tables um where you are fairly certain the engineers tend to work there are kind of work spots strewn all around um, and as you kind of walk past, you see most of the designs here, or none of the designs here are left out. Wherever they are kept, they are kept hidden away. Um, there are the tools for drafting. There are pieces of parchment. There are chalk lines. There are compasses, so on and so forth. But the actual diagrams and documents are missing. The engineers themselves have also long since turned in for the night. And she leads you back down a small hallway and into what is her personal office. Uh, you step in, and this room would be spacious were there not way too many stacks of bookshelves added in to either side of this room, jammed in um, on either side. As you glance, there aren't, again, blueprints stored here, but theoretical texts, none of them touching upon Norkai design specifically, but a lot of um, things around the design of, like, wagon rights, cartwains, various machinery found across the nations of Northern Itdar. Uh, Tristan, that would ring a little true to you and familiar to you as you walk by. Um, her desk is quite well-kept compared to the bookshelves. Uh, everything seems to be ordered uh, immaculately. And as you step through, she kind of ushers you all in, steps into the room and closes the door, leaving the four of you, the conductor and the chief engineer now in this room. So, what is this all about? She kind of turns to look at each one of you, her own wife included. Is her wife not going to explain? If you give, if nobody else steps forward, she kind of will. She okay. gives you all a moment to speak because, you know, you know I'm the DM and I have to let the party speak first. That's totally fine. <laughs> uh, but if nobody says anything, she just it, There was an issue on the train. Uh, more than that, uh, it appears that he sort of looks back 
at Honey, Tristan, and Gendry for just, like, approval to speak openly. Can I inside check the engineer as Siegfried says what he's about to say? Yes, but I will have Siegfried say it if that's your yeah. ammo there. Yeah, roll insight for me. That's what I was I love about. a proactive insight check. You may make one as well if you'd like to, Tristan. It is quite apparent that um, somebody is running guns through your train. Supplying... There is a scoff in response to that, as if that is the most absurd thing she's ever heard. <laughs> Excuse me. We saw it our fucking selves. It may sound unbelievable. Somebody is hiding guns in your train and giving them to the Eladrin on the fronts. They shot at us, tried to get it, and they ran off. The scuff is quickly replaced by as the seriousness of all of you and the paleness of her partner standing next to you facing her begins to set in. What are my insight checks? 25. Hey, Josh, open up that giveaway again because I got a natural one. I love that you let it up until it was a natural one. It's still open, guys. Critical failures. You get entered. Thank you, Tristan. But total, it's a three. A three. Tristan. You can only enter the giveaway once, by the way. I don't think we mentioned that at the top. You only get one entry per username. There's no subscription doubling it or anything, but... yes. My apologies. Thank you, Sean. Good point. Um, Tristan, you kind of like almost, you're like, if you hadn't seen it, you're like, oh, maybe she's right. Maybe we are being crazy uh, with that critical failure. You're like, you know what? That does sound absurd when I'm listening. We sound stupid. What what an insane We are overreacting. What am I saying? (laughs) would do that. Uh, But quickly, obviously, you're like, oh, no, I fucking saw this. Um, Honey. As she begins to recoil from this, you are not getting a vibe that she was aware of this. There is a disbelief out of shock that is coming from this person that you're getting with this insight check, but not a hiding, almost more of a denial mm. around the matter than a an attempt to conceal anything. And you are quite sure of that with a 25. Okay. So we need to know how they got onto the train. You're... And you immediately begin to see Gears turn uh, as this quite intelligent individual begins to process things. Have you checked the logs? Yes. Of course we checked the uh, logs. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah. Uh, there's a correlation in the logs to... Uh, I, I, I did, and uh, I think Tristan would wouldn't show his notebook but would just be like yeah i i uh i kind of i I figured out how the correlation works between food and different supplies being raised for certain things versus the times the trains got hit um are they being doctored what is what is they're not being doctored it's just that it's well they are being doctored but sorry um here can do you mind and i assuming that she has a version of the log she does. They have a, okay. And he like is gonna kind of flip through and be like like as an example page, like point to one of the ones that got hit and be like, all right, see these numbers? 
these correlate with this number and he's going to go through and kind of show how he made the equation to get that like to all show of a sudden proof. there's a camaraderie that forms when you start talking numbers and she comes in next to you and is mm -hmm. deeply engaged with it and for a moment almost forgets why you guys are talking about this because you're just <laughs> talking mathematical equations uh, which she very much appreciates until the reality sets back in and then she kind of steps away and touches her temple and says, you're correct. If there are people doctoring, have you investigated the foreman north? Uh, and south? Halt seems in the clear. We have not investigated Griggs. I would like to know if he has been acting suspiciously since yesterday morning. They have means of communicating with him. If it is yes. him. A ruffian, but I don't know. We, we we haven't been keeping tabs on them in the yard because there's been no train to put things on. We should check his tent. Mm. Where does he stay? Uh, he has a tent uh, amongst the men uh, down on the field. That is where they are all kept. Uh, and she kind of turns to her partner and says, You have spoken of this to nothing, no one? Yes, we, we have remained silent thus far. We need more information. Even revealing this to the authorities could mean war without enough context. We need to know who is responsible for this. Might I ask, does anybody in in the uh, in your employ uh, have context, and this is Adam forgetting what the gun manufacturer's name was. Jean Marc. Jean Marc. Jean Marc. Uh, does anybody in your employ have contacts to Jean Marc or anything? Not that lines? I am aware of. We tend to avoid that sort of business. It would be a bad connection to have. Makes but sense. we are the two major employers in this town. Well, that's. Those were the guns. The Jean Marc guns were the ones on your train we need to get to Griggs yes we also need to figure out maybe if somebody is strong arming Jean-Marc munitions getting their guns marking out the serial numbers you're right we need more information and we need your help to get it as you are talking you watch her eyes narrow and begin to settle on each of you as she seems to be scrutinizing you and as if you are to be trusted with this matter. And there's a pause at the end, Siegfried, as, as you begin to kind of outline next steps. And she kind of nods. Very well. You will help us in this task. This is something you are all on board for. She pauses to look at each and every one of you. You can walk away now. You are not culpable for this. You have done your job. What? Uh, um, I'm. What? Can I ask what exactly we're signing up for? If you don't, just it so seems I... like your companions wish to help track down Griggs. Yeah. My intent is to find more information. I, I How we that. proceed with that is difficult, but you have proven yourselves competent. And I cannot bring the town guard in yet without risk of this spreading. 
Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to do it. Sure, sounds easy. Is Gendry absolutely lying through his teeth? No, finding one person sounds pretty easy. <laughs> okay, perfect. Do this, and we will reward you heavily. This entire project would owe you. I. So then. Start with his tent. I was. Okay. I was going to say the same thing. Okay. He has never been popular among his men. That's good to know. Do you have any sort of means of showing authority? Do you mean like a pass or a way through? A pass or a uniform or something. Um, she kind of glances down at the work clothes. So you've seen most folks are are laborers here. This is is a very specific. Okay. Um, she says, "I can give you a missive. It will only get as far as the camp. It will not carry weight within the town, but it could help you here." That would be appreciated. Keep in mind, I am leadership, and no matter how like much they dislike Griggs. They are not a fan of me either. If these signs that they refuse to ride the train are any evidence of that, we are, you know. I ask who they do like. They tend to frequent the inns and taverns, the men themselves. Okay. They like the people, not the leaders. They are just common folk working to get some coin. Our lofty ideals do not mean a lot to them. <laughs> they have seen enough poverty and destitution and war for one lifetime. All the more reason to solve this. So if you could give us that missive just in case anybody question us, that would be great. She turns and pulls a piece of parchment and you can mm. see there's the Amity Rail Project seal mm -hmm. uh, stamped on it, which is just this like little rail track. Uh, and she quickly scribbles out a missive that just says this person is operating on the behalf of Chief Engineer Blida Blida. Uh, and then she stamps it with her seal. Blida Blida. Uh, you know Blida the one. Blida. And then passes there's it no over funny. to you. Voldeberg, I believe, is, is her actual name. Voldeberg, Ebener. Uh, yeah, that's it. There you go. Ebener. Uh, she passes the missive over to you. Okay. Do we want to head to the camp tonight? I think so. Why not? Just making sure. Thank you. I know that this comes as a shock. And I don't mean to sound cruel in my delivery, but thank you for hearing us out. You're doing us a favor. This is... And there is this almost look through you. Beyond comprehension. I... 
Thank you all. If you need anything, come to me. We will keep our silence for now. Good. All right. Ready? Yeah. Okay. Start to move forward. I can't remember what day it is. I slap you with blessing of the forge, Siegfried. Uh, it would it's be the next day. The next day. It's the next day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes, it would be. No, I, you're not asking which actual. You're, yes. I I yes. just remembered that because it is the next day, I didn't do the thing. Yes. I do that. Absolutely. He'll uh yeah, he'll cast shield of faith back. It would be X. Don't day. do that. It, it only lasts a minute. Oh shit! I'm dumb. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> or ten minutes. I'll wait. Yeah. Last until I hit you hard enough that you drop it. Hit me! That's fair. We're Get heading it, down do to the encampment. Yes, okay. Moving right along. It is, again, late at night here. As you glance, you can see the walls of the main construction yard, guarded by a few of these worker figures you were just speaking of. Individual is in common clothes with little towny hats on, newsy hats, just leaning against the walls, kind of watching y'all. Not particularly worried. They're really there just to raise an alarm if somebody tries to steal something. They're not fighters or soldiers. And oh. you make your way down the hill in the dark towards the camp. Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. No, no, no. You're good. You walk through kind of the darkness. It is a very short walk over to this couple rows of tents at the center of which sit a few campfires. A few of them still burning low. And you can see figures milling around them, a few folks who have been up a little late, and Gendry perhaps a little deep into their cups. Um, you can see them milling about. No major conversation, just quiet, sort of. Dotted around a few of these campfires. How do you approach? Uh, with letter in hand, apparently. Do we all it's want just for if someone questions us? Do we all right. want to walk up or do people want to post in positions they're more comfortable in? Andrea, I know you're good at range. What are we doing here? What? We're just bringing him back for questioning, right? Yeah, I just don't know if anybody wanted to take any sort of defensive position. I think we just woke up to him and asked him a few questions. Fair enough. Right. I I agree. Walk up, ask him some questions. If I mean, we're we're kind of like sure it's him, right? Looking around this campfire, do we see any half-elven men with long hair? Make a perception check for me. If it's not him, then we have no idea who it is. The natural something? The natural 20, but I don't know where my phone went. Open that giveaway! Guys, I just want to take a picture of Tell us so we can keep playing, guys. And then we'll continue onwards. Uh, As you get your nat 20, um, amazing. We open our giveaway, my friends. Um, So everyone kind of opens the giveaway. Um, yep. And yeah, wow, I'm narrating the giveaway as Dungeon Master. Look, they're doing the giveaway game. by the fire. My God, fire. fireworks go off and everyone's happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, get yourself entered hashtag WM to get in on that. Now, 
Uh, as you are looking with a natty 20, you are quite certain nobody who is Gilbert Griggs matching that description is there. There are a few different individuals. You see some halfling folk, uh, some half-elf folk, some folks who should human lineage, uh, all milling people. about. Um, with a natural 20, there is one figure who seems to be kind of... You get that sense of informal leadership. A figure who seems to like maybe be popular. There are a few other folks sitting around listening raptly as he's telling a absolutely outlandish tale that is incredibly bawdy and will not be repeated by me uh, about a individual whom he met with um, in the town. There once was a man from Nantucket. <laughs> <laughs> he put his dick inside of a bucket. Uh, what? <laughs> it's not where I thought I was going. <laughs> They will sit down at this fire and listen to the end of the story and laugh with everyone else. Oh, okay. Uh, as you approach, <laughs> you know what? How fucking drunk and stupid are they? They've been drinking. We're going to do this at disadvantage to see if they even... Okay. Um, make a... How are you approaching them to do this? Just like joining in kind of... I sit next to the drunkest looking motherfucker, like lean in and just start giggling at whatever... Uh... Okay, I'm gonna make a persuasion roll for me. As you're, you're not actually trying to persuade anybody, but you're kind of persuading your way into the group. Fourteen. Fourteen. Okay. Yeah, that's enough. Uh, they got an eleven. Uh, oh no, okay. I'm sorry, it was disadvantage. They got an eight. Um, as the story kind of continues onwards, uh, as Honey just kind of inserts themselves inward, you hear uh, him kind of finish it. With a, and then I itched for six days. Um, <laughs> oh that sounds like it suck and the, the, the they're kind of a laugh folks the guy next to you goes hey and that right bloody fucking brilliant and he slaps you across the black back um, oh yeah and they kind of break into small conversations around the campfire now a little more hushed the other three of you what are you guys doing gonna look for a leadership tent okay make a perception stuff. check for me yeah, 19 things first 19 there is a the tents are basically in consecutive rows uh, and they're all the same sort of they're not shoddily made but they've been out for a long time it seems like they've been here for years there is a slightly better kept looking tent that is a little larger that is near the end off to the left that is separated a little bit away from the others and I'm just a little bit bigger. That's the main differentiation. Not much uh, dramatically, but there is certainly is one there. He will walk up to everybody and let them know that. Is that where we're going? Are you walking towards Honey or the other two? Honey has kind of immersed themselves into the group now. I will let Tristan and Gendry know since they're the closest and then he's not going to let anybody operate without any information. He will go to Honey. And there are Thaltian accents in this circle being used, correct? Thaltian and a Falanachi. We Do we all hear the, the... You can hear the exchange. Honey has intentionally inserted themselves in a way of subterfuge. If you walk up, that may not be the case. So you guys can decide how you want to play it from here. So if you're just going to kind of approach, you absolutely can do that. Just let me know. Okay. Well, you tell me what you're seconds. doing. Okay. No one else so... has a better plan. I'm going to do that I'm in glad. five seconds. Um, okay. Honey, sitting next to the most drunk person they could find, say, I'm glad Griggs wasn't here to um, 
overhear that story. Do you know where he went? Oh, too fucking right. Wanker's probably off at that fancy-pancy hotel. I don't know how that fuckwit fell into the money's ad recently, but he disappeared right off, I tell you what. What a cunt. Thank you, He's so an much. asshole. And you know what? I've played an asshole. He says he got a gambler, but I've played an asshole in cards. Fucking took him for plenty. So I've never seen him do any good on it. Well, keep taking him. By the way, which tent is his? I forget. I can't walk straight. Hold on. At disadvantage. That's a four. Human drinking way too fucking much. What's your I name know. again? Miranda. Miranda. That's right. Fucking Miranda. You're, you're Bonnie's friend, yeah? That's right, yeah. All right, Miranda. Yeah, no, uh, that, it's the big one over there, away from the others, because he says we smell like poverty. Asshole. What a shit. You're a peach. They give him a kiss on the cheek and they leave. Okay. Uh, as you're about to, however, I will say, is it Sieg approaching, correct? You still, is that your plan? He would have let Gendry and Tristan know that they should head to the tent. Okay. Oh. That's, that's, uh, that's fine. Great. All right. Start walking forward. Walk. Where, where are you guys all headed? Toward Griggs's tent. Okay. The three of you are headed towards Griggs's tent. Correct. Okay. So I will say you kind of, as Honey is having this conversation, you kind of slip around. Are you approaching stealthily or just kind of making your way over? Kicking the flaps. Uh, I will attempt to, and as I do, I will cast Bless on everybody. Okay. Make a stealth check for me. You guys get a D4. That's on ability checks and, or attack rolls and saving throws for Bless. Uh, never mind. I'm dumb as fuck. Whoopsies. You, you can it. take that back. The spell's no, I'll burn it. You could. Might come in handy. I don't fucking know what's in here. Okay. As you approach, um, the folks are in drink. They don't seem... Well, what are those stealth rolls? I'm sorry. Uh, I got a natural 20 and a 17. Open that giveaway. Nope. Hey. Oh, that, no, because he's in the closet. Disadvantage. Oh, never mind. Close the giveaway. Sorry, 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 <laughs> oh, sorry. Got a 21. 21. And 15. was that a 17, you said, and a 15? Correct. Okay. Very good rolls. You're able to kind of slip along the shadows of the campfire towards the tents. Um, as you approach, you just push your way in. Yeah. Okay. Um, you push your way into the tent unnoticed. Uh, glancing around, immediately you see a small cot near the end, a small writing desk that seems to be, at least on the surface, empty. The space, there is no person in it, um, and there's not a lot of personality to it. Um, it seems like a workman's tent at first glance. You have the space to yourselves uninterrupted. Oh shit. Does the writing desk have like drawers to it or is it just like a There are a few drawers on the side, yeah. Okay. Roll top. Uh it's cool. It's good I think Tristan would walk over to the desk and not reach into the drawer but reach on like the bottom side of the desk to see if there's like a blade or anything t like under there like prepared for like if Make an you know investigation I mean? check. Yeah. As you begin to kind of take a look at the drawer. What are the other two? Hey, man, open that giveaway. That's another natural one. No, I'm not fucking with you at all. Baby. It's a knife. Stab. <laughs> Ow. Looking for any sort of documentation or paperwork. 
Okay, make an investigation for check Looking for me. Looking to see how long it's been since someone was in here. Make an investigation check for me. Um, nine. A nine, okay. Sixteen. Okay, rough rolls. Um, Siegfried, as you are 16. looking around, there, well, except for Gabriel, obviously, <laughs> and we'll get to you in a second. I'm so sorry. Um, as you look around Siegfried, glancing at the various um, spaces around the room, you're not seeing any signs of paperwork immediately visible to you as you kind of make a cursory glance. There's nothing left out and about. You know that. Um, with a critical fail, Tristan, as you reach under, you like grope around for like a switch or a knife and actually get a splinter of this like big piece of wood stuck in the end of your oh. finger and take one point of piercing damage. Oh, baby. Gendry, as you begin to look around using kind of a honed tracking skill, whoever's room this was, they haven't been here for a few days. What? Possibly longer. The bed doesn't look like it's been used in a while. But relay. as you kind of walk over... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I just said relay. I relay that. As you relay that and kind of walk over, um, you take a look around, and with a 16, you kind of glance down and under the bed, and there is a wadded-up piece of paper that has been tossed at some point. It's back under the bed in a corner. And honey, this would be when you are able to approach if you'd like to. Cool. Detect magic immediately. Okay, as you walk in and kick that off. No magic. Uh, you are able to retrieve the paper and do whatever you want with it, Sean. Sig will use Hi. his healing hand to cure Tristan. Hey! You know, I'm, hey, I'm good. I'm I already good, burned buddy. it. It's only three hit points. It's not my land hands. Take it, baby. <laughs> I will unfurl the paper. Okay. Uh, with detect magic, like you see nothing. Uh, no sending stone. No sending stone, none of those sorts of things. Um, Gendry, on the piece of paper... Oh my god, right, it's up here. Too many monitors. Paper keeps moving. <laughs> you receive... It's alive! This. Oh, it's an Xbox controller. As you... <laughs> as you unfurl this crumpled piece of paper... There are handwritten notes across the top of it. Misspelling of the word cipher, cipher. several times. Uh, followed by these weird grids with these letters outlined across them. Stupid word. Stupid. Right. Probably important. And I just hand it around so everyone can see it. <laughs> Ending in whoever wants to keep its hands. I'm I'm alright keeping it if you want. Sure. Copy in your notebook too. Yeah, he hundred percent as he's like gets the piece of paper, goes, Yep, and just instantly draws this cipher on a page of the notebook. Alright, I will give you the handout for this in roll twenty, Adam. Oh, thank you. Other than this, no sign of him for a few days. Honey, did you get anything from the group out there? Yeah, he might be at the fancy hotel in town. Does that ring any bells? Uh, yes. To you, that would likely be... Was I in the basement of this place? You were not. Okay. Uh, you were in a different location. This is not the goat. No, this is... <laughs> the goat! The goat. Sorry. 
Uh, this would likely be the Twin Hills Hotel and Spa, Siegfried. That's the most bougie establishment in the town. Twin Hills. Hotel and Spa. I also learned that he came into a lot of money despite being shit at cards. Sounds like you might be dealing guns. It recently happened to me. You built guns? I'm shit at cards and I'm 45 gold richer. <laughs> you happen to know an idiot, so... Cool. Uh, okay, do we want to try and figure this out while we're here, or do we want to try and figure this out on the way to Twin Hills? I think this is just a cipher. There is no missive along with it. Right. I I only looked under the desk and I cut my hand, so I didn't really look in it. I don't. Oh. I I I don't know if we were going through stuff. I've never really done this level of like, like I've stolen stuff out of like my siblings' rooms and stuff, but like nothing to this level. But why don't you try opening the drawers? I, okay. Uh, and Tristan <laughs> opens the drawer. Like, you can tell he's very nervous to do this. Like, I am breaking laws. <laughs> the top drawer you open, and there are quills uh, and ink pots in this drawer. Um, writing materials for somebody who is responsible for keeping logs and information like that. As you go to open the second drawer, it's actually locked. Uh, this one's locked. Uh, I, I I don't. Right. Uh, and I'll try and pick it. Fuck it. All right. I'll pull out thieves tools. Hell um, yeah. Shit. And I try and yet? open that. Yeah. Beautiful. What are my languages? And I will. Thieves <laughs> tools. <laughs> attempt to pick it. Languages? Is that just straight with proficiency, or do I index that? Uh, you can use your sleight of hand and your proficiency. Um, uh, okay. If you're already proficient with sleight of hand, then I'll let you add your I'm proficiency not. on top of that. Okay. Oh, shit, really? Okay. Just for you, Josh, while they're doing the brain work, Sig is obviously not good at that, so he is going to watch the door. Oh, make a perception check for me, my friend. Natural 20. Natural 20. Wow. Open the giveaway. Woo! You guys are on fire today with that shit. I'm failing my way through it, and everybody else getting that 20. As you are watching, you are fairly certain you're solid, Gendry. Everyone seems to be pretty deep within their cups. What? Uh, Who? I'm Where sorry, Siegfried. Jesus Christ, I'm doing it already. Uh, <laughs> as you kind of watch out through the crack of the front of the tent, nobody seems to be coming near you. You see, like, one guy get up and stagger off, clearly to uh, piss? piss, but... He'll just, he'll have his shield on his arm and his hand on the, the end of his sword, just in case. Perfect. Shot. Uh, 24. 24. It is a very simple lock. Just a simple key lock with like a few joins on it. That's a twist and pop. You find no problem immediately opening this. Fuck one. yeah. I say that out loud. I say, fuck you. Okay. And then I pull it open. Wow. Inside, you find a log book. Oh. Exactly like the one that is being kept or held by the engineer. Um, a matching manifest? Yes. <gasps> wow, good alliteration. <laughs> uh, this is dastardly dark work. <laughs> 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 That's it. Uh, I 
skim through the pages. Any of them make any sense, or do they look encoded in some way? Uh, they do not look encoded. Uh, in fact, as you're flipping through, everything seems to check out on this. Everything seems to check out as in there's nothing. I don't need this book. Make an investigation check for me. Actually. I'm oh, so sorry. Shit. I can't read. Uh, four. A four. Okay. Yeah, nothing seems to stand out. Yeah, to this you. is just a normal book. I hand it back down the line like everything else I find. Okay, who you no. who's getting it? Who's there to retrieve the book? I know Sig is doing watch duty. Tristan, okay. You were handed a manifest by Gendry. Is this the only thing that's that's in there? Yep. <laughs> no, make an investigation. Oh, that one's 16. <laughs> 16. 17 minus one. The door is shallow. The door is shallow? Or the my god, what is with me in words? The floor today? I'm so is shallow. Sorry, guys. The floor of this drawer. I misheard you. That's what it was. I the just floor like, is shallow. I punched the bottom of the drawer and try and pull it out. It goes bung. <laughs> yeah, I try and tip it up. It is Take it upside spring, down. Spring loaded, and as you bop it, it goes boing and lifts up, and there's a small compartment underneath it. Uh, the first thing I check it for traps. <laughs> okay, but you. What is your investigation check again? Uh, I was 16. 16. Uh, with that investigation check, as you pop it open, it's spring-loaded, so that is its own little mechanism, but there's no actual trap. Cool, 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 cool. Good stuff. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Do I In find anything? Oh. There's a little flask of whiskey. Hell <gasps> oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Treasure. It looks Let's to go. be from the Kalasovsky oh. Baronies. Uh, oh, the Baronies. Yeah, which is that's probably uh, a clue. Yeah, um, <laughs> as you pull it out. Yeah, or booze. It's a uh, gift. Uh, <laughs> or both. No, I'm saying it's a clue. <laughs> booze. Got it. Got it. Got it. Clue booze. Um, there is also a key in there. Uh, it is a fairly ornate, fancy-looking key. Okay. Um, and on the tip of it, like on the end, the head of the key, uh, there's actually a little engraving um, that says key. Yeah, it just says key. Just just in case you didn't know that it was a key. Opens doors. Uh. <laughs> it's just an arrow pointing down to the end of the key. <laughs> insert this end. Ins insert this, yeah. This goes here. Uh, it says, Does that say suppository? <laughs> it says T-H... Um, oh my god, T-H-H-S. Okay. T -H -H -S. Okay. Flynn Hills Hotel and Spa. How'd he get into his room, then? Might not be in his room. I eat it. For safekeeping. <laughs> <laughs> it goes down like jello. But hard and a key. That wasn't a key. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will, um... <sighs> I just like, handing stuff down the line. Except for the flask, which I do keep. I knew that you were going to keep the flask. Well, why would I hand that down the line? Damn it. The key is handed to here. Tristan, I assume, next in line. Right. Unless the blacksmith wants to take a look at it for some reason. <laughs> I've never made the key. Um, so there is no letter in any of those compartments. There is no letter in any of those compartments. Okay, Could... my guess is that the important things are at the hotel. Could I take a second? And I know that you said that the the book 
like the uh, 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 I'm forgetting the log. There we the go. Manifest. Yes. The manifest. I couldn't remember the word manifest to save my life. There. It's also a log. You are. Could I? Could I take that and cross-reference it like very quickly? Like not going for like extreme Make an detail. Investigation check. Uh, all right. Where's my dice? I just went blind. Uh, investigation. That's a ten. A ten. Everything seems the same. You would wager that a copy is kept by the individual who has this role. Gotcha. Right. Uh, I mean, I think this is just his copy of it. I don't think he's doctored it in any way to seem different. So uh, I got the cipher copy down. Do we want to leave the little piece of paper just... Just so it doesn't look like, in case like we leave and he comes in, it doesn't look like anybody's fucked with anything. Sure. You know I what I mean. Back up and I leave it <laughs> perfectly where I found it. <laughs> I, also the key, though. I also unpunch his draw and put that back. Cat. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Make a sleight of hand check as you attempt to rehinge this door. Sleight of hand, fifteen. 15. It's easy enough to like push it back down and get it to catch. It Heck seems yeah. to be reconcealed. Cool. All right. Siegfried, oh. as you're standing watch, you see that figure return from his venture into the darkness uh, and walk back towards the campfire. But other than that... We want to go to the Twin Hills Hotel and Spa? Sure. I'm, I'm fine with it. Sig, you good? Yeah, let's go. Okay. It's easy enough. We'll maintain your stealth rolls to slip out of the tent and away from the camp. Twin Hills Hotel and Spa, Sig, you would know, is located right here. We're on the wrong map. The wrong map. We're on the Oh my god, the I'm the worst! Aha! Leaving you guys behind like a jerk would be located right here and we are currently right over here in the tent you are down here that's okay no, i'm a dipshit okay uh I very will... smart not a dipshit go ahead and instant. lead the way okay <laughs> sig kind of leads the way moving down along this outside wall of the town past the kind of little copses of woods that nestle against the hills where this town sits you make your way up through the gates, which are guarded, but again, you are not stopped. This isn't a time of conflict, and there aren't, isn't concern of banditry in a town this well-established and garrisoned. You make your way in, and, and it's gotten even later, uh, and you are noting that there are even less folks out. The inns, there's just a dull glow coming from a few buildings, but other than that, it's very quiet. Am, am I familiar with any of the guards that are sort of just kind of manning the, the wall here? Uh, yeah, do you feel like you hang out with any of the guards or know any of them well? I imagine that he's, like, gone drinking with them or, or you know, had conversation. They, you know, just being kind about town. I highly doubt he has them over for Sunday brunch, but, you know, conversation and yeah, checking in as he does pass through. Yeah. Yeah. There are a few figures who you see from, you've seen around town, had kind of engaged with before. Just kind of approach ah, Siegfried you have returned I heard you were out in the front again 
Brave man, huh? Busy man. Um, These are your companions? Yeah, this is Honey, Tristan, Gendry. I pulled the night shift again. Nice to meet you all. Honey, Tristan, Gendry. Uh, I have a question. Um, what is that? Is it, has it been busy at the Twin Hills? We're looking for a room. I mean, you know, there's always wealthy nobles that can afford to be there, <laughs> so there's um, always a room open, but the madame charges enough that it doesn't really impact her. And the, uh, he kind of leans in. Any specific assholes we might want to avoid? I know it can get kind of uppity there. Anyone at you might end? have seen. Yeah. Oh, no, you know the madame keeps that place speak and span fancy. I mean, like, wealthy assholes. Hmm. And this is, like, really upscale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Good luck with your evening, then. Thank you. Yeah. Stay safe, my friend. You as well. And you on. Okay. You make your way down the side street. As you approach, there is a large tower that sits in sort of this gated, hedged um compound near the end here a few trees surround it it sits near the end of the street here where the end the street kind of ends to either side there are homes and before you reach the tower not seemingly adjoined or connected you approach this other compound which is this large kind of l-shaped home with a fenced in front yard area that has these beautiful walkways there's a small fountain bubbling away even in the late hours of the night here and soft light spilling from a open sort of front door that has been cast open, the weather not being cold enough yet to require them to keep it shut. Um, how do you guys approach? Nobly. Yeah, nobly. Um, Hat an on. idea of how much a room cost here. Do I have any, any uh, frame of reference? A night, it's like 20 gold pieces. Mm. Plenty fucking gold. But you okay. know me, I'll pay it if you want the room. That's, <laughs> that's fucking ridiculous. It is ridiculous, but it might be the best way to get in. We'll see if they just He's already counting his gold or something. Getting the 20. What? Stop. Why are you Stop. why are you doing that? It seems to be the only way I'm useful. Tristan That is not Mike. what? Okay. Yeah, what are you talking about? You are useful like all the time. Stop Regardless, are we just going in there? Tristan spins the key around and goes, plus we already technically have a room. I don't know possibly. what that go to. We're not going to get far without purchasing a room. They're going to see us walk in. I Unless we sneak uh, in. Let them see it. And I'll walk in the front door. Cool. Yeah, I look, okay, I Gendry. feel like I look nice enough. You walk in the I, front I try door. and look extra homeless. Okay, uh, nice. not hard to do. Um, as nice. you walk in, um, you kind of cross the threshold. There is a front desk behind which a small Ganassi-looking individual is sitting. Um, they have these sort of wisps of almost like cloud that run up in a mutton chop that run along the back, and there is no hair on the top of their head. It is completely bold, but this sort of cloudy beard along the side. And they have these long, sort of, again, cloudy eyebrows. They are wearing finery um, with the sigil, uh, the T-H-H-S, on the breast. Um, and they kind of look to you. Uh, hello, monsieur. Are you lost? Um, can I help you? No! You have to find a room? 
I see, and you are... Uh, you have the go to pay for this room? A strange question. You ask all your guests that. <laughs> you see this figure kind of taken aback as he's realizing if for some reason you are some sort of like bedraggled but very wealthy I person. I fucking fully dropped the bag. I just got on the floor in front of me. Oh, with the 40 gold? 45, yeah. Oh, 45. I am. Oh, I am so sorry, Monsieur. Uh, my sincerest. He goes apologies. to pick it up. I took it back. <laughs> okay. He gets up and begins to go around. And uh, I am. So, oh, I am so sorry. I didn't want to realize, uh, given your appearance. I. I mean, uh, how um, uh, clearly I am. Uh, what, Is all of your staff incompetent? I am sorry. You say that's that. a good question, my friend. Is uh, all no, your staff I... fucking useless? I'm I, no. I am. I am sorry. Uh, I am certain. I, I am just the knight. Uh, you tire me. Um, Bring me someone else. I. Uh, I, I am so sorry. I will uh, get them at them uh, right away. I am. Uh, he like b begins to cower and like back away, and he's like profusely bowing, and you see him disappear. As soon as he disappears, we look at the keys in the back by where he was. <laughs> I don't. I'm having way too much fun with this. I'm you're like this. all. Yeah, you're like. I like, lean over the counter like, to offer Honey some sort of stealth advantage. Because okay, I'm so, big. Uh, yeah. Honey, perception check first, because you're looking at the keys, right? And there is nobody Thank currently looking at you guys. Uh, but if you want to make stealth, you have advantage from your good friend Sig, who is blocking the way, as Gendry is kind of standing there regally. Tristan, what are you up to? I, I think Tristan <laughs> is... Tristan is in the back of the group, like, I, I'm... I, uh, uh, like, just, just like, stammering. <laughs> and he's spinning the key in his hand, and yeah. it's just like... Uh, just tell me what room it is. I'm gonna act like I don't know you, right? Is that the plan or something? Perception, <laughs> perception for room fancy. keys is a sixteen. Okay, a sixteen. And are you looking for anything specific? I'm looking for. So I want to just glancing. I want to see what the room keys look like if they look the same as the one that Tristan's holding right now. But I'm also looking for a ledger of who might be here, or like one that's missing. So yeah, absolutely. As you were looking. Each, there's these little box nooks, and each one is marked with a room number. Mm -hmm. And it's basically three stories of rooms and about 20 rooms per floor. Um, there are two keys in each nook that are identical to each other. So it seems like each room comes mm. with two keys. Um, there are about five rooms that currently there are no keys in the nook, which means there's about five rooms that are checked out. Um, those rooms would be... 115. <laughs> <laughs> 205, 207, 306, and 101. Okay. Over and are there any keys for this one? <laughs> there's, just, there's only 20 per floor, but the floors are indicated. No, to I know. The, okay, okay. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. like hotels in real life. Yeah. Uh, button, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Are there, are there any of those rings where there's only one key? Uh, and no, where the remaining might match... No, because he would have the other one, presumably. That's what I'm asking. So yeah. we've got five. Um, good clarification. And then, uh, do they all look like the key Tristan's holding? Uh, they look very similar. Um, with a 16, each key, the way to differentiate, they aren't actually writing the room numbers on the keys, but the key itself, like the mechanics of it, is a little different. Okay. The expectation being that the person knows the room they've gotten. Um, and they aren't annotating them on the keys in case something like this were to happen. Cool. And the um, looking to see, I assume they have names of people in the rooms listed. 
they aren't on the key hooks, but there is a no, ledger to a ledger. your right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it is turned away from you and open right now. I ever um, look at it. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's going to be in fucking to, undead, isn't Are it? you worried about people coming? Yeah. Okay. It is absolutely in Sherman Dead. Fuck. Um, as I, can't, I cannot read this. But you are looking for names. That's true. And numbers are also easy enough to do. So as you glance, the like main information on it is all unintelligible. But make an investigation check for me um, and roll stealth with advantage because you can begin to hear people coming back. Okay, okay. The investigation is a 15. The... Oh no, please! Okay. Um... Stealth still isn't great, but it's not a nat one anymore. It's a 10. Okay, a 10. Um, you are able to, with a 10, at a quick glance. No, uh, the 10 is for the stealth. The, oh, for the stealth, okay. What did I, Sorry. I forgot what I rolled because I picked up my dice. Hey, chat. But it was higher for investigation. Okay. I think it was a 16. Um, was it a 16? I, I think. I think so. 16 or 14. Okay. With the 16, that's what you are not doing stealthy. You're kind of having to tippy toe and lean <laughs> forward. And even with Sig kind of leaning in the way, the door comes out and you're kind of pulling yourself up over and Sig isn't directly between you and the door. But with a 16, you're able to fairly quickly um, grab yourself, Gen or excuse me, not Gendry's name, Griggs's name uh, outlined. And it is sitting next to room 207. Cool. And you mm. drop away just in time as the big door swings open. If you stay any longer to get any more information, no. they will, okay. Uh, <laughs> and this <laughs> very tall, slender, femme-presenting figure sweeps through. She is still wearing this quite fanciful red gown with this intense black fur that rings the cuff quite high and it's sort of plunging neckline. She has this very angular jaw and these intense eyes to her. Um, as she glances up at you, there are distinctly, like, very heavily elven figures on this woman. She says, uh, my sincerest apology. I hear that one of my employees has uh, taken it upon himself to insult you, oh. uh, fine individuals. I am so sorry. I had just uh, forgotten about that. It is <laughs> with the greatest sincerity that I please give you my apologies. Uh, honestly, I would be willing to keep you uh, one night's stay uh, if you would be so kind as to not disparage the good name of my mm. establishment. And rest assured that this imbecile will, of course, be uh, chastised and uh, reprimanded for his behavior. You have bathrooms to clean? I imagine you have bathrooms to clean. Of course, yes. We will assure that he has uh, the most intense uh, of maid duties. Thank you, Matt. Oh, I'll ensure that he will. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna shit on your walls, fucko! <laughs> shit about it! Oh. My man said I'm about to shit about it. I'm a squatter. <laughs> uh, oh my god. <laughs> Sorry. I <laughs> I'll say, uh combed rooms would be delightful. Do you have anything on the second floor? <laughs> Uh, of course, um, uh, we have a beautiful uh, view of uh, the northern iron fields, if you would like. Uh, room 208, I believe, is open. Uh, or you could go for uh, one facing the tower. Uh, it is quite the view itself, though quite close. Uh, that would be um, 307. 208 sounds perfect. Like. 
to a wet yes, and just the one room it is uh, i'm afraid it's just one queen size bed would you like uh, are you i do not presume to know your uh, situation of course uh, and we would kindly facilitate anybody of such a uh, fiscal uh, capabilities the queen bed is whatever fine. they need a queen for the four individuals of course of course Wonderful. Uh, would you like me to show you up? Uh, of course, Pierre here can bring up your baggage, uh, if you would like. Do the urgent ask me? Yeah. I say, no, we'll take our own bags. <laughs> just, she, like, I shoots her fucking <laughs> daggers of outrage. <laughs> and it's just up these stairs here? Uh, yes, uh, follow the grand staircase up, and you will follow to the right uh, for right. 208. Uh, please, uh, our other guests are sleeping, so obviously... Uh, quiet. And if you need anything, uh, breakfast is served at 9 a.m. Uh, and the spa is available uh, starting at 10 a.m. So please. Oh, shit. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. Thank you so much. My <laughs> sincerest apologies to you all. And uh, do not hesitate for us to ask for me if you require anything. Certainly. Come along. <laughs> Yeet. We just fucking head up the stairs. Yeah. Sink acts like the you're bag boy here. and picks up everybody's stuff. As room. you're like heading up the stairs, like even before you make it, you absolutely fucking idiot. <laughs> you're imbecile. What is going on in your head? You do not ask people about money, fund, or appearance when they walk through the fucking door. <laughs> and you hear like a smack He's like across the back. Oh no! I am sorry, madame. I am sorry. We are. I don't like that guy. Hit. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's a little <laughs> aggressive. Oh bad. no! This poor guy. Everyone, but, everyone yeah. went. As soon as he got no, I'm rich. I'm rich. Like I don't a, care. Like, I'm rich. I'm rich. I don't care. I'm a character. Like a handed <laughs> slap, but it is like a whop over the back yeah. of the head. Yes. The plight of the lower class do not bother me. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to hit a different up. tax bracket. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you make your yes, way to, towards mm -hmm. which room? 208 and 207 are right next to each other. 207. Uh, Ooh, did we just fucking go straight to 208 or 207? We can go to 207, pretend that we got confused by the number they said if we get caught. Yeah, so we go there first. fair enough. All right, 207. Oh my God, you guys are so good. Uh, you walk up this beautiful, immaculate, like princess style sweeping staircase up onto this balcony and it sweeps kind of around and then hooks off into these wings of the structure. You follow yours around uh, and go down this immaculately carpeted and, and wallpapered hallway with little lamps um, that are flickering with oil in them rather than candles uh, up on the walls that is just relatively ostentatious from what you guys are used to. Uh, as you make your way down the hallway, uh, you see these beautiful cherry wood doors with 207 and 208 actually even share a wall and the doors are kind of right next to each other. Grab them through the wall. <laughs> Kool -Aid man. Oh yeah! Um, <laughs> pretty much. Do we hear anything from his rooms? Make a perception check. Did oh. you take on Eleanor Abner's accent there? Make a perception check. <laughs> Welcome uh, to nice. my house. <laughs> uh, 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 perception. 21. Yeah, nineteen. Eighteen. And what else? Eighteen. Twenty-one. Uh, Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Two. Two. Adam, three of you. Did I give away? He's confused. <laughs> three of you uh, are able to listen at the door. The three of them kind of stacked up. Gendry and then Honey and then Seek keeps like you from being able foot? to get yeah to get to the door, Tristan. So you're not able to. Listen. I stepped on my foot. <laughs> Your it's foot's okay. bigger than me. 
<laughs> That's not my what fucking I, fault. What am I supposed? Am I supposed it's to do mine. anything? Just stand there, and look yeah, pretty, yeah. Tristan. You're doing great. I just okay. Uh, and Tristan like turns around and it's still like you clearly see the key spinning between his fingers, and he's like just very nervously like, yeah, I'm just looking this way. You're fine. Uh huh. You're great. That's what I'm doing. Shut like three up. kids trying to the steal from the CVS. Up. Stop talking on watch, Tristan. Jesus. I've never fucking done this. Shut up. You did it for fucking four days on the train. Shut the fuck up. Cut, cut to this guy inside his room like, what the fuck is going on in the hallway? Yeah. Who are these people? Um, as you listen at the door, you do not hear anything. Okay. He's probably dead. We're jerking off. Oh. How quiet? A few minutes. Quietly, I like to be polite for the people around me. Like a fucking graveyard. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so do so we have the key. Are we just going in there? I think so. Yeah. Okay, Tristan. Yeah, we can always say we were going the wrong. The key, come the key, please. Oh, I got it. I'll go then in first. And unlock the fucking door. Well, then move because you guys are still screaming. You're right. Sorry. <laughs> Scooby is a guy Tristan knew in college. Yeah. Exactly. Second campaign was, in a row where we're acting like Scooby-Doo. I hate to see it. He was in the room next to me. And he used to just hang around and be like, hey, Tristan, uh, every time. Uh, like, man, yeah. did you see those snags? <laughs> like, man, the professor's right in my ass, dude. Fucking jankies, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I unlocked. Mac is just like, Rogue Henry. No, Scooby's a professor. He's just like a looking dog. God bless it. I unlocked the door. Okay. If it unlocked. The key fits and does unlock. Quiet. Make a stealth check for me. Fuck. Me? Everybody who's going through that oh. door. Oh, I have disadvantage. Hey, open here, that I... giveaway. I got the natural Hey, hey Josh. Hey, Josh. Open that giveaway oh. twice because I got a natural 20 this time. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, baby. Are we all going through? Just Keep it quietly open opens minutes, the door, he kicks it in. <laughs> Some part of his actions today. Yeah, it makes sense. I assume 16. Tristan is taking the lead here. Who's got the, uh, who's got, who else, who's all going in? I, Everybody? I think, I, I, I think everybody's going. Yeah, we're all going in at this point. I don't want to speak yeah, for, for Button if Honey's Honey, going Honey's though planning on going in after and is keeping an eye on the hall. Okay. Mm. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. As you begin to go in, everyone's being really quiet. Tristan, you are <laughs> stealthy as you take the lead. We got a natural 20 and a natural one. <laughs> Sig, and I got a 16. It's, I, I, I got you. I got you. You know I got you. Sig, as you go, your, your shield that you're mm. still kind of okay. getting used to having on you I'm goes so to catch. Quiet. And you said the that metal not. corner of it <laughs> catches right on the metal door lock. And you hear a ding, and Tristan, you turn and grab it and catch the noise before it escalates any louder. It's just a brief ding, and it silences as you pinch it. I'm sorry. I hear that kind of shit all the time. We're fine. So, like, <laughs> Tristan is, like, trying to, like, symbol, like, you're so loud. You're so loud. <laughs> and he just turns around and starts sneaking back into the room. Okay. As you enter the room, it is pitch black. No lights are on. There is a small water closet. That's how fucking fancy these rooms are. Off Shit. to your left. That has they a... got water in closets? God damn. No, there's small bathrooms that I can't even sit down in. 
And then a small closet for hanging clothing. All of it is carpeted, which again, you're used to like inns and taverns, which is a wooden floor and a bed in the corner. Hell yeah. As you step into the room proper, there's a four poster bed and a dresser. The dresser, all the drawers are pulled open and there are things scattered all over the place, but there is no person seemingly in this room. That ref, look, you got the word. You got the word. Detect magic thing. Detect magic. Okay. I'm gonna go to the Honey, as you follow him, you kick it off. The detect magic. Uh, with the detect magic, as you kind of begin to push past your peers, <laughs> there are two signals coming from the corner of the room that are barely glowing, just flickering in and out. At the corner of the room, does it seem like nothing is there? On the far side of the bed, uh, it does. You're not sure if there's somebody there or not. They point to where the magic is coming from. Sigil so walk forward, shield, and I think at this point, sword drawn. Is there a window in this room? There is a window in this. Is it room. open? As you look up the window, you see just the slightest shift of air and the curtains move, which alludes to the fact that the window on the other side is likely open. Does it look like someone could get up that high? It would require a little bit of effort, but you're on the second story, and it's not an immense building. Cool, cool, cool. Sig, as you move forward, yeah, you clock that. Sig, as you move forward and look to your left, you see no person there are a few items of clothing, kind of dirtied workers' clothing, laying on the floor. And there are two halves of a almost silver stone that has been cracked in half. Pick it up. We can talk to each other. Looks like they're on doors. <laughs> Shit. Uh, looks like... Eladrin got back to him. Make an investigation check for me as you guys kind of pause and look around. This Everybody? Room. Everybody? Anyone who advantage. Is. Okay. Help. I give help. Who's taking help? Who's taking help? I will. I'm dumb. Yeah, we'll help each other because we're both better. Okay. <laughs> oh, 18. <laughs> Oh, nice. The dynamic duo that is forming Sigan Sig and Gendry. <laughs> what 11. else have you got? Eleven? Seven. Sig and Gendry, funnily <laughs> enough. Uh, Sig, as you kind of hand the stone over and show it to the party, mm-hmm. you and Gendry kind of begin to like step back as the others two set to turning over the room looking for things. And as Honey takes the sheets and pushes it off the bed, caught in the sheets, there is a small letter. And as Honey pushes it off, the letter catches the wind and flits out and slips and falls at both of your feet sitting on the floor. It is an open letter and there's a piece of parchment hanging. I just look at it and say, take credit, take credit. Honey, you're a fucking genius. You knocked this out of the bed. <laughs> you, he, he, when you moved the sheet, this fell out. Thank you so much for your help. <laughs> You're the best. He reads it. <laughs> well, here's the thing as you turn over the envelope, it is unmarked. Ooh. As you pull the sheet of paper out, there is something Mark, written all over it. 
cipher. But it oh, is. Oh, but it's crazy gibberish. Unintelligible. It is. It's Thalanaki. This. Oh, I can, shit. I can read Thalanaki. Thank you. Guys, very much. I? Um, I know two languages. This ain't one of them. Oh, Looks this is like the napkin this is on I found. Cipher. This is very, yeah. Oh. Hey, do we want to go into our room and decipher yeah, this? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I'm going to stay in here and look for stuff. Okay. Okay. Just give it another few once oh, overs. I need that cipher. My brain's too slow to hop back it. and forth. <laughs> uh, I will I will give the handouts to everybody now. Does that sound okay with everyone? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Okay. So you can just pull them up. Kendra, you sure you're good in here? Sure. Well, you need okay. Worst case then. scenario, they come back. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. What? Okay. That's good. Oh, that's fair. Oh, good enough. Okay. So... All right, you all have access now to the ciphers. You can pull out the handouts. Cool. Um, and feel free to draw on this map if you want to as well. Is that scribble is on it? there intentional? Or is so that a if you go to Josh where flavor? you pull it's, your character sheet It's almost sheet like the person button. writing it fucked up. You'll see the, it underneath uh, the handouts. The cipher yeah, has yeah. to rewrite it. Oh. It's underneath your character sheet. I may yeah. or may not have already started. So you can click on those and pull them so, up. So can somebody write while I do this? It's the first G word is the next R. W I I believe it's L L. The next will. Yeah, the next will. So uh, here here, let's hey, let's role play this. Tristan, Sig, and Honey go into the room next door, is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. There you go. Now you can now you can begin. I think, I yeah, I, think, I know where folks are as you begin to work through this. I think a hundred percent before we walk to the next room, Tristan is already writing parts of the cipher that he's figured <laughs> okay. out, and that's why he into has the, like, the, the okay. next words. And he's like, "Don't!" Uh, I already I grabbed the this is the next wheel. I think it's B. B yeah. D. What is that? R. O. God help. So you just watch e, as these two start rattling he's, letters off, e, both like holding. Are you a piece writing of the this down? D. Uh, I'm a little behind. I got a D. He thinks about all the time he spent being bad at school. I think this one First might one be a babble. <laughs> oh. So bed. And what is that? R. O. Oh no, my brain dropped. Oh, there's a space there. My word was like, what the fuck do be dropped mean? Josh, two thumbs up for this off. intrigue, my guy. The New Hampshire. A, at, dropped at. What is that? M O U L. I N. I said the letters and forgot what it's spelled. Are you writing down? Mulan. What Milan. was it? Milan. Milan. Is that a place we know, Josh? It's a place in uh, Italy. God damn. I know. <laughs> so I'm asking if it's a place <laughs> in this world. There are a number of places that use Mulan in the title sig, as you hear them saying Mulan. Um, okay. Money. I'm st- I'm um, not. This is my in the town. Tone, so. All right. E. Oh. Okay. T. A. N. G. As they spell that out, okay. there's a pond. 
on mm. the eastern side of town. Okay, he's relaying this as they're saying it. Okay. Okay. The next B. one is B, then W, okay. A. Where are you looking at things? R, I know. Y. I got tossed. Any specific location. Be wary. Just, um, just another. Wary. I'm just like taking of, time, not trying to get like a quick glance. Just R, make an investigation check for me. Looking through U, the window, see if that's the way he went out. B B. Uh, sixteen. L, Sixteen. We'll e, get back to that in a second. Rubble. Rubble. <gasps> Oh god, I wish Gendry were here. Okay. Um <laughs> This is gonna say town. P <laughs> O Yep. Uh fuck. W and fuck me. Okay. Um What? Next door. I just hear a bunch of swearing from next door. <laughs> I fuck and <laughs> through the wall. T E It's like a spelling test. F E R E N C. Can you use it in a sentence? The word of Rubble Town. Uh, oh! I know that. Four times are like, oh! Um, interference. Interference. The word okay. of Rubble Town interference. Next one. M A. Okay. E. Make. Um. Next word. S. U. Sure. R. Yeah. Make sure. T. Make sure the. I imagine the. That scratched out. Okay. Um. C. <laughs> Josh didn't make a mistake. It was definitely the author. <laughs> C H E. E. S. Chest. Chest. Um, next word. R E M. Remains. A. Remains. Last word. W. A. T. E. R. T. I. G. H T. Watertight. Uh oh. They got gremlins. <laughs> she Wait. fucking Mogwai. <laughs> so, and, and they're saying this out loud, correct? Yes. R. Oh, it's uh, in the lake. I was going to say, they put this I, in the lake then. Uh. We need magnesis. Uh, yes, Grixis. I don't think I. I think somebody gave this to Grixis. Uh, if you look at the top, it says Grixis, Grixis? and then it's Grixis. Grixis. I can't fucking read. We've established this in the real world. <laughs> part of the Adam canon. Um, Damn it! It says Grixis. I was calling out letters. Yeah, what does it actually say altogether? Oh, uh, Grixis. Uh, the next will be dropped off uh, at uh, Milan Itang. Is that how you say it? I don't know how, you, how to pronounce it, Josh. Itang. Okay. It, sorry. Uh, it, accents are different. Um, be wary of Rubble Town interference. Uh, make sure the chest remains watertight. 
So someone at the munitions plant is dumping guns into a pond for right. them to grab. Right in town. That's why they're leaving the shipment. Griggs is probably there now. Be good with like water. I'm like I can swim and stuff, but I'm not like, amazing at it. Okay. Jumping to Gendry as you guys <laughs> have this conversation. It's 16, Gendry. Yeah. Okay. As you begin to go through things, you check the window first. Somebody has absolutely exited this window. Um, In like a, inside, I need to flee town kind of way? Looking at the evidence for the rest of the room, it is a flight, yeah. yes. They have shattered this stone, cast a lot of, and left a lot of clothing items behind, and then gone out this window. Mm-hmm. Um. And it looks like they've fled that way. Um, As you are also going through, you check the drawers and the pockets and come away with 15 gold pieces total. Fuck. Left, uh, like little pieces of bits of change in various accoutrements. Um, And that is what you are able to acquire. Sweet. (laughs) Uh, Okay. I will bring that information and 15 gold pieces back to the group. Just sort of throw whatever I gathered onto like the side table and be like, well, found that behind. Also, I, uh, be hard pressed to find this individual still in town. Unless he's at this pond. Yeah, we, uh, so, and Tristan lifts up the notebook. Uh, uh, Cypher, the note, uh, it said, Grix, uh, the next will be dropped off in Mulan E10. Uh, be wary of Rubble Town interference. Uh, make sure the chest remains watertight. Interesting. Maybe gun drop off. Are we there. sure that's not the delivery we just intercepted? Might be. Could be, but. I think I might be Rubble Town interference. What do you, uh, what do you mean? Well, I've still yet to be paid for my involvement. No, and you got paid I'm... back at the... Right, at but the... originally I was not sent with you. I was sent by someone else from Rubbletown. Oh. Who sent you? Ooh. Uh, did I, I did get his name, right? Yeah, Bastille. Uh, Bastille. Bastille, that's what it was, the band. <laughs> <laughs> the French prison. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure. The band or the Bastille Gattaca. <laughs> I would love to hear this story, but do we want to go by the pond really fast to see if maybe he's there? Or maybe the munition plant if he's trying to warn them? Yes. I don't know. Not a bad call. We go. Which direction, though? To the pond. How far yeah. is the pond from the Jean Marc munitions? Uh, it is in the opposite side of town. What are we... uh, and I can bring you guys back to that map. Yeah, I did. Yeah, please. Good job. Good job. This is... So, hmm. this is the pond. In okay, question. we're closest no way to, know that. to the, the pond. Well, we have to go outside of town to go to the pond, but the munitions is across town. What makes the most sense? Lake first? Pond first? 
Can we make an intelligence check to see if Gendry was correct? Like, if it makes sense that that... Like, uh, that he was the interfere was the previous and that there walk. wouldn't be something There's there right now? Probably no way to know for sure, but... I mean, that's, I, yeah, that's pretty tricky to ascertain, I'm afraid. Yeah. I think, I, I think we should check the, the pond, because I'm just thinking in, in the mindset of, of somebody like this, if you were to get something like private information even if it's ciphered out somebody can figure out a cipher if they have enough time if if, if you're gonna have that you'd probably destroy a letter that's ciphered even you know what i mean like why would you keep it with you until after the job is technically done we need we literally found it in a letter so did anyone keep those stone fragments i i have them Okay. Just want to make sure someone has them. Put them back together. If <laughs> if they contacted them after their encounter with us on the train, we have to assume that the pond is empty. Right? I mean, does that make sense to everyone? I agree. Then I we... guess, but, w- but what if, if what if he got contacted, didn't have enough time, already had a drop-off in the pond, now we he gets a letter that says, you got to get this out of the pond, he realized he's burned, so he's trying to run to grab the shipment to hide the evidence. You know what I'm saying? Right, but that doesn't answer the question of where we need to go right now. Because we don't know I where he is. Okay, then let's go to the pond, and then we'll go to Jean-Marc. Does that make sense I'll to I'll go to the manufacturers just to keep an eye on things, make sure I don't see anyone try to flee. Should we you sp- okay with that? Should we split more than one person? Two and two. Who wants to go? I'll take Tristan. Okay. <laughs> it's like I, guess... I don't, I don't know what I'm more effective at. <laughs> uh, can you do anything like flashy in the sky, like something in case of emergency? Me? No, I meant the other two. Oh. Yeah. Okay. That's the plan. If we see something flashy in the sky, then it's going down, and we got to get there quick. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Same. Right. You same and team. me, we're just observing. We're not going in. We're not questioning yeah, anyone. Like, what if just he's there? What do we watching. do? Probably tackle him to the ground and then have him answer a few <laughs> okay, questions. Okay, that's <laughs> <But laughs> completely circumstantial. That's literally the exact opposite. Completely of circumstantial. <laughs> I don't <laughs> foresee that being an issue. That's exactly the opposite of what you just but, said. Well, that's a different set of circumstances. Say, so okay. we'll look at honey. We ready? We're going. Hop on. <laughs> yeah. Squats oh, okay. and fucking just starts bolting. I'm not as, doing that. As you guys... As you guys begin to leave your comped room, yeah. the Twin Ho- Hills Hotel and Spa, with two different objectives in mind, Tristan and Gendry heading towards Jean-Marc Munitions Factory, and Honey and Sieg heading towards the Moulin Etang, that, my friends, is where we will end today's session. Nice. nice.